Welcome everyone to the Outtakes Movie Podcast. I'm Sam and we're still going on our quest to go through every single movie ever made and objectively rank them best to worst and we're already going back to a galaxy far, far away for a much, much better movie this time round. Amelia, tell us all about Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, that. Um, so <laughs> I won't nice. subject you guys to that. Let's not do that. Uh, yes, Empire Strikes Back. So I'm not going to treat this like our other episodes in the sense that, you know, everyone pretty much knows Empire Strikes Back. Everyone yeah. pretty much knows, much knows these movies. Uh, I just kind of want to have a chat about it. Have a good old bit of Star Wars chat, bit of Star Wars banter, you nice. know. The cash. It's like um, I didn't. I didn't say the spoiler warning at the start because it's Star Wars. Assume we're going to yeah. spoil all of them, and if you if you don't know what goes on in Star Wars, you clearly don't give a fuck anyway. So at this point, it's years fine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, this film came out on the twentieth of May, nineteen eighty, with a budget of eighteen million dollars. Do we know a budget? Uh, budget. Do we know a box office? Figure? I imagine Anyone it would be massive. It must be massive, huge. Just a sequel, yeah. and the first one was a mad success as it was. Ooh. Over a hundred mil, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lot, especially as the budget was only eighteen million, and it was back then. <sighs> Do you know what? I'm gonna go. I might. I might go way too steep, but I'm gonna get six hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. That is steep. I'll, I'll, st- I'll stick with a hundred then. Like Star Wars is such a phenomenon. I don't believe you could have that like toy crisis happen and this not do fucking yeah. mad. Fair enough. I was gonna. I'd say about one hundred and fifty. So, I mean, well, it's still nineteen eighty, but like it was just. I can imagine it was one of the biggest films of the year. Well, I'm not sure if this is worldwide because uh, this. If this is just domestic for the US, holy bloody Christ. I've got written down five hundred and forty-seven point nine million US dollary dues. Wow! So there we go. That's mad, isn't it? That's mad. I mean, no wonder we're going to get Star Wars until we die. Like literally. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) There hasn't ever been anything so popular like straight away. No. I mean, yeah, there is things popular straight away, but like. Like this. That that's this has a whole new this level. kind of longevity. No, because like think about like say rings for example, right? Lord like, I'm gonna not I'm gonna just t- like the one that comes out of the well. <laughs> nice. Right? I'm, Wait, I'm, do it. I'm gonna take the books out of the equation because the books have been around for a long time. But like when the rings movies were made, that reignited such a massive fantasy boom. In the early 2000s, like fantasy was always stupid, it's this kid's thing, just like how Star Wars was dismissed originally. And then, but Lord of the Rings came out, totally changed the game. But Lord of the Rings has also sort of come and gone. I know we've had The Hobbit, but we still don't know what if the Amazon one's going to be in the same universe, reboot this, that, and the other. Star Wars is probably the only thing to have been an immediate success and be an even bigger success 40 years later while still being the one story. I agree. Yeah. I, I'm really... The, the, thing you gotta, the thing you gotta think is, like, because obviously, I mean, none of us were alive when, like, Star Wars first came out on the year before, I'm thinking. Um, 
but like we were all born kind of around the the, the prequel trilogy kind of time. So, yeah. but like when I'm talking to my parents about, it, my parents went and watched some of the films in the in the cinema, the originals. So they would tell me that like by about kind of the early nineties, Star Wars had kind of like thingied a bit. You know what I mean? Like it was kind of it wasn't as popular because there hadn't been anything new. You had all the extra stuff, yeah, but the films just kind of weren't. And then it's not since it, it had. And then it was kind of that. It was it, it, not the same effect, but it was kind of doing the same thing after Return, uh, Revenge of the Sith came out. Not again, not straight away. We were getting games and getting other things like that. Yeah. I was say, like, all the, all the now, multimedia you get, too. There was a time yeah. There was a time where you would have, like, Star Wars Battlefront and Bounty Hunter and Pod Racer and all sorts of stuff come out, like, all within, like, yeah. two years of each other. And then at a certain point, you had, like, Star Wars Connect, and that was your one Star Wars game that year, you know? Yeah. But then, see, now that Disney on it, I feel like it's never going to be like that ever again. Yeah, no, it's, never. We're always going to get, like, like even our kids are going to be, like, getting pushed Star Wars, you know what I mean? Like, like I honestly believe in, like, 200 years or something, they'll be, be taught Star Wars in films, right? In, 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 like, schools. Not in, like, a kind of, oh, how good Star Wars, I need to watch it. In, like, I reckon a, it'll do a Bible. Look how massive. Yeah, like, it's... It'll do a Bible, like, honestly, 100%. I mean, Disney, like Disney are going to do something with this franchise, let's be honest, that, and, and you can already see it happening Marvel side of things as well, that in 50 years, 50 years, 100 years, you're going to be able to document as they, every single year, year on year, they just turn filmmaking into a cold business because they're going to be able to churn out this new film market it exactly right get the exact right number of like butts in seats that they're after do the merch right this that and the other to the point that it'll be like a well-oiled machine that you can just fucking learn from and copy and analyze like the biggest problem with that is yeah they can advertise a film yeah they can do lots of merchandising for a film when it comes to making a film oh hmm sometimes that doesn't land yeah Case in point, mainly the prequels, if you were older than about 10, you probably didn't enjoy them. And also these... Oh, man, I fucking love the prequels. Are, I watched them. Yeah, but I was under the age of 10, sick. so... I mean, this is the thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. Is, is, is we... There's a lot of people our age that love the prequels. They just do love the prequels. Because that's the Star Wars they grew up with. And mm-hmm. so, so to shift slightly back onto Empire... Um, there's this, I am willing to say popular misconception, even though there is some truth in it, that The Empire Strikes Back was hated when it was launched. Now, that box office number tells me that it fucking wasn't, because <laughs> if a movie comes out and you just hate it, you don't tell your friends to go and see it. You know, it doesn't become like a thing. Like, you, you share it, you spread it. That being said, there does exist reviews, professional reviews of The Empire Strikes Back that are very, very critical. That doesn't mean some critics didn't not like it, but audiences clearly did love it regardless, right? And similarly, but and the thing is, the, your main audience of Star Wars back then in the 70s was kids. You know, say what you will now about how much it's, it's turned into a massive adult thing. It was kids. That's the target demographic. The prequels might have been having a lot of real-world political stuff shoved into it the target demographic was still kids and it's 
the same for the new trilogy as well. So what we'll have is, is we're all going to shit on it or like it or whatever now. And it doesn't really matter because they all made like a billion dollars each. And in 10, 15 years time, the kids are going to be on the internet talking about how 7, 8, and 9 were the fucking shit. And the new trilogy is wank. Because as yeah. soon as... The thing about it's, Star yeah, Wars is you hold a scalpel. The, the, the way people hold a scalpel to Star Wars now... If you cut any of the Star Wars films up like that, including Empire, they do fall apart quite quickly. And I do think Empire is probably the one that filmically has some of the strongest stuff in it. But it's still, if you want to fucking complain about all that time they spend in the worm or the sad ending or how the characters are fucking spread too far apart or what the fuck's going on with that dumbass green puppet, you can do that. But if you want to get into it, it's also just equally easy to just sit there and watch it and enjoy it. And that's because I was so young when I watched Empire for the first time. I just was like, yay, Star Wars, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so I just took it in. I think what yeah, they, I... go on, Joe. No, go on, no, go on. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> I think it works quite well that they've had a successful trilogy and then pretty much a generation later, they made another one. And then pretty much another generation, they've made another, well, they've made another trilogy. Yeah. So they can keep marketing it for kids every time. And the people who were kids when the last one came out are going to go see it again. Like, if they'd done, if Back to the Future, if that third film hadn't have been a, that strange and just a bit odd, which it was, it was fine, probably, but it, it wasn't the first, it wasn't like the first one. If they then, like, made sequels or prequels or done something more with it, around the same time as they did the Star Wars prequels and then done the same thing again. That could with be another trilogy that yeah. came out. It, yeah. it would just I agree. keep going every generation. Because like with Toy Story 3 as well, when the first Toy Story came out, I'm pretty sure I, I didn't get to watch it till VHS till like my parents bought it. And then when yeah, they said they were making Toy Story 3, you go into the cinema regardless just for like the nostalgia. Yeah. I think that's been a lot of the draw yeah. with these. We're making another set of them so many years later. See, I always find, right, that it's kind of what you said before, Sam, were uh, Star Wars, especially the original, well, the originals, prequels, whatever, it's it's really easy to see that, like, a lot of the story elements in Star Wars can't work in other yeah. mediums. Like, things where they go, now, like, it's your destiny or whatever, stuff like that. If that was in anything else, it'd be like, oh, mate, that now as well shit. Yeah. But because it's Star Wars, and I find, right, when it's when you're looking at or watching videos or reading about the other ideas they had for the, the, the pre... Um, like, I watched this video before, and it was talking about the manuscript for one of the um, story meetings they had for Return of the Jedi, right? And they were throwing all these ideas around, and I was just listening to like, oh my god, these are all so shit. But then I was like, what if the film itself is shit? Yeah. But like, I've been brainwashed into liking it. Yeah. But, like, this is the thing, even if that's the case, I'm not even that ask because Star Wars in it, you know what I mean? I love it. Like, it could be shit, but I love it so much. Like, one of the things that Star Wars has potentially is that... So, it's that opening line, isn't it? A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, Star Wars wants to remind you every single time, right from the get-go, that this is not just a modern fairy tale, but a sci-fi fairy tale but please fucking capitalize every letter in the word fairy tale because that's the whole point of it. And 
that means the ideas that come out for it are almost always inevitably dumb as fucking bricks. <laughs> but the crew that have worked on these movies put together the coolest costumes you've ever seen, the coolest weapons and props you've ever seen, the best ships you've ever seen. And it doesn't matter that those story elements are silly and fucking like literally like preschool age stupid because you're just watching all the flashing lights and the cool ships go and you're like this is the best case in point the intro to fucking empire strikes back which i think is really cool because one of i think it's one of the best sequels of all time because it trusts that you've already seen it and it just fucking goes no character yeah. introductions, nothing. Just go, 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 go. Han and Leia like each other now. Big battle scene. Now we're in the movie. It's yeah. cool. I mean, you could you could argue, right, that the opening to the Rise of Scout because very much you know everyone and that's existing. Let's just throw you straight in. But somehow, it's still shit. That one doesn't <laughs> work, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't know. That one brings in a horny bad. boy and he's like... There's a spy, and then his head gets cut off like two minutes later. Yeah, literally, like, oh, but yeah. I mean, well, you know, Star Wars is beautiful. Oh, I like it. That's all I think. He's died twice in these movies. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. What? But yeah, Mark Hamill voiced a little horny boy. Shit, did he? I didn't even know. So he's died as Luke, and he's died as that guy. Oh man. I mean, said that, I'm pretty sure Who's voiced more characters? I mean, how many times has Warwick Davis died in the movies? Oh, God, tons. Surely tons. He's been, yeah. he's been in them lots, but I don't think his character's ever actually been that important. Oh, yeah, I know, I guess... Um, thingy. Wicket's still alive. Wicket's still alive, mm-hmm. yeah. He was in... He was in Phantom Menace as just some guy in the crowd. And then he was in... Oh, Didn't he do some solo. R2 bits? I don't think he ever did R2-D2. Do you never no. do some some for that? Whoa. That was that was Kenny Baker, no. but I feel like he stepped in at some point. I remember reading something. Oh, maybe I'm thinking. No, he might have done. I found this mad, right? In Return of the Jedi, Warwick Davis is thirteen. Yeah. Wow. I was yes. surprised. That's, that's insane. That's mad. Like, oh, one guy. I, 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 I don't know how old he is now, but probably not as old as I thought he was. Probably so much as my dad. Like, hmm? If Star Wars came out in seventy-seven. And my dad was 10. And Warwick Davis was 13 in when? 88. When did... When did no, not 88. It was 84. 83. 83. Is it 83? So he would have been born in 1970. Yeah. My dad is the same age as my dad as well. I think he's, I think he's yeah. around that, like, 40 to guy. 50 mark. He'll be 50 this year. No. Yeah. Oh, let's send him a present from the outtakes. Someone will <laughs> make a comment down below and do the maths for us, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, we'll just go on IMDb and it'll probably tell us. That's oh, true. Well, yeah. Oh, well. I'm not really TBA. that fast. Yeah, I no. thought that was crazy. But... Mad? Right, yeah. right. Speaking of Ewoks, though, right, is anyone else really surprised, right, considering the rest of the stuff that was going on in that film, was anyone anyone else really surprised that they didn't throw them into Rise of Skywalker? Especially considering they got to They the were in Rise of Skywalker. Well. Oh, God, were they? When? Do you not remember? Right at the end. Right at the end. They, they blow up, they, they, they kill all the Star Destroyers in that one place. And then all the Star Destroyers across the entire galaxy decide to blow up at the same time. Battle droid style. Oh, and you see behind the two. Yeah, yeah don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're just Watch like, ah, more yeah. destruction oh, of the Empire. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, that, that was Warwick playing 
Wicked, Wicked. in that one. And I, I read something somewhere mm. that the other Ewok was his actual son, but... That's whether it cute. was That's cool. whether true. it was his son, That's cute. whether it was just Warwick reprises his role as an Ewok yeah. with with Wicket's son, I don't know if I misinterpreted it or not. But I only glanced their headlines, so I don't know. How That's true still it was. cute yeah. either way. But it would be cute. If I that mean, was to true. be fair, that entire film's just kind of like mushed together in my head. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's Lit. that <laughs> that and the last break Jedi it down when it kind of mushed release. together into like a ball of like what I with, with, is this is a, a ball of stuff in my brain with a piece of sellotape <laughs> wrapped around it written modern Star Wars that's how those two films <laughs> are in my head so I I can't honestly remember stuff from either of them that well do you know what it's going to be? When, when Rise of Skywalker comes out on, on DVD, because I sort of agree with you, I can remember what happens in it, but that doesn't mean it makes sense. When Rise of Skywalker yeah, comes out on like, right. Blu-ray and DVD, it's going to be like fucking, you know, the episode of Always Sunny, where Charlie's fucking got that massive-ass wall of information yeah. and stuff. That's what, yeah. <laughs> that's what back of my wall is going to look like. Yeah. I th- oh, I'm, I'm, just, uh... I'm sort of looking forward to when that comes out. So that we can like talk about it properly and yeah. actually break it down yeah. rather than having to go to the cinema and see it. Because I don't want to spend more I'm money than I have no. to. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I'll, I'll borrow it off one of you. I'm not giving Disney any more money. Yeah, we, we, no, we're all, all going to chip in. I don't know what you're saying. We're all going to chip in. We're going to have one copy between us. Oh, yeah, once we're, we're done, we're going to either return it or burn Charity shop. We'll send it to charity shop. Yeah, we'll do that. That's, that's, that's where we are. can watch charity it. Shop. That's a nice thing. Yeah, but they, do you they, really want to like, No one's going to buy it. No one's going to buy that. But people are going to buy it. You know what? No, saying that. Doing a podcast about it. Saying that, right? There are people out there who can somehow watch that film and be like, oh my god, this is amazing. People I mean, Raylo, that's You know what I mean? I know, people, I know people who have gone to watch that film multiple times. Yeah. I know. Each I, time it's like, it keeps getting better. No, it doesn't. How? How is that possible? Have you seen one it of once? my friends? Have you seen it more than once? One of my friends <sighs> who uh, typically is like really on the ball about stuff properly likes The Rise of Skywalker. And I was talking about it with him and uh we were just laughing at some of the goofy stuff but he did stop me mid thought and he said you know what sam the more and more i think about it the more i think i just like the rise of skywalker i just think it's a good movie it's not right because this is the thing right there's a lot of things to do with the rise of skywalker so obviously i, I like people don't i mean obviously sam you like the last jedi but me and jacob are very anti the last jedi but yep. one thing, right, one thing I can give The Last Jedi is, the reason I don't, the, the reason I don't like it, it's not because it's just, I'm like, oh god, I'm a Star Wars fan and people don't like The Last Jedi, so I don't like it. I do have legit reasons for not liking it. As a film, it's not terrible, it's alright. As a Star Wars film, it's not good and I hate it, purely because of Ryan Johnson. And again, he's a good director. His previous films um, are, are good. I've heard that Knives Out is really good, right? But his Star Wars film, oh, it's like he saw the films and was like, hmm, this is what they want me to do. How about I do that instead? But then he kept on doing it. He was like, hmm, everyone wants Ray's family to be so. Nope. Hmm, everyone thinks Stoke's really uh, powerful. Nope. It's like, hmm, Luke Skywalker's gonna have a good day. No, you know what I mean? You just but, I changed the But constantly. let me ask you. And that's what I hate. Let me ask it. you this, Joe. Let me ask you this, Joe. If he had have gone the regular way, how much better would that have been? We kind of saw all it's... those things come to pass anyway. 
and they did not uh, impact things in an, like any real way. Whereas, 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 and again, I have the bias of actually liking the movie, but I have also watched it recently, so it's fresh in my mind. I really like a lot of those decisions because they genuinely impact the plot and the progression of the characters in the movie while it's happening. I would argue that movie is actually very, very solid. And I cannot personally wait to pick that movie at some point so we can have Last Jedi Appreciation Night. Um, <laughs> that's going to be you three arguing. I'm just going to be sat here like... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to have a structure for how we're going to talk about that because it's just going to be unwatchable to anyone. It's, I swear. It's, we'll have to have, right, this scene and then we'll have one person speaks. Like, we're going to have to have it as a debate. Someone could be a fucking, moderator. I'll start planning I'll it be the tonight. <laughs> I'll start planning it tonight and I'll get back to you at like, what, 2023 when I'm done? Yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> no, see, because this is the thing, right? I'll agree. You know, because this is the maddest thing. Like, the more I think, when I first watched it, I came out of the cinema, similar to when I was Rise of Skywalker, and I was like, right, that's it. Prequel, prequel trilogies don't exist. Ends at episode six. I hope to go into episode nine with my mind changed. Didn't happen. If anything, it, it you know what I mean? It's, it's not great. But the thing with The Last Jedi is, I think for me, a lot of it is, I don't like the stuff within the context of Star Wars. If it was a spin-off Star Wars film, like if it was Solo or Rogue One or even a different one, it would have been good. It's that it it was meant, the whole thing, it's that it was an actual episode. You know what I mean? Like it, I agree with a lot was, of what you're it saying. It was here. the fact the fact that the whole point of the prequel, the thing you got to give the prequels is he'd clearly planned each episode, each episode from the beginning. Whether he'd changed plans, whether the plans didn't really work out the way. But with the new trilogy, it's very apparent that one person made the first one, a different person made the second one with different ideas, mm-hmm. and then the, 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 then the third one's made by the first person who was like, fuck that, he did bad, let's do this. You know what I mean? It's, For the it's, record, I do agree with, with it. Is that yeah? If, he, if it had been a spin-off, as you he say, just, he didn't think it would have been more interesting. But as an episodic Star Wars movie, as a sequel to the Last Jedi and the one that came before the Rise of Skywalker, it just doesn't. You know what? It's, like well, if, it's if, weird. You know, no, like there's toys yeah. you get kids, and there's like it's like a tub with loads of holes on top, and there's like a circle, one a square, one a triangle, one. You got to try and fit the shapes through there. It's like you try to mash yeah. the cylinder through. The square hole. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> yeah. Right. I think uh, when I was rewatching it, I was surprised to find that there was a lot of stuff in it that I do think Ryan Johnson took a lot of The Force Awakens seriously, perhaps even more seriously than JJ did. JJ's got this sort of problem of doing like big bombastic things, but never giving them the full weight of what that actual thing is. So, you know, he blows up five planets. Uh, in The Force Awakens, but it's sort of just something that happens. But Ryan Johnson actually tries to deal with what are the consequences of five fucking planets are gone. So you begin with the movie of the Resistance being frantic. You know, they didn't really get a chance to celebrate after that. It's frantic. It's move, 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 move. We are on the back foot. And it sort of takes all those events seriously. It's kind of like, you know, that thing where Luke just chucks the saber off the edge. What, what was he going to do? Fucking realistically, what was he gonna do? You no, know? don't. No, 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 no seriously. Don't, that's seriously, what, I really hate. what the fuck was he gonna do? Oh, like, oh. he's if 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 he, Ryan Johnson got that that 
plot point, Luke Skywalker has exiled himself, right? And what's Rey doing? Bringing him some saber that he lost 30 fucking years ago down a hall in Cloud City. Do you know what I mean? It's not even the one that he built and he's clearly running away from stuff. So was he supposed to pick that up and go, yes, immediately begin Jedi training, young one. Of course he was going to fucking lob it. He doesn't give a shit. I just think he actually took a lot of it quite seriously. But the problem was, and I do agree with you on in terms of like not planning. This is the thing: is it feels like Kathleen Kennedy. I actually think is an all right movie producer. Even after the Rise of Skywalker, I think she's an all right movie producer. I don't think she quite understands that her job is basically the same as Kevin Feige's job, though. If you're gonna get in these yeah. different directors, you need to tell them that okay. This is point A, and this is point B, and these two things are not changing. And your job is to get us from here to like here, and then you know in a couple of directors' time we are definitely getting here. Whereas it feels like they brought JJ in, JJ had some ideas, but whether they were communicated or not, we will never know. Whether or not Lucasfilm or Kathleen Kennedy had some ideas about what was in these mystery boxes. We'll never know. Did they have meetings? Just they just have fun discussions? We will never know. JJ was probably free to speculate after The Force Awakens, but he probably was just having fun with it, you know, in his head. I'm probably never coming back to this yeah. franchise anyway, so whatever. And Ryan was dropped, this is what you're doing. And similarly, Colin Trevorrow was, was probably dropped after The Last Jedi was locked, this is what you're yeah. doing. But we don't have any plans. It's just, this is where we've been. Now you decide where we go. Whereas you, the, Kathleen Kennedy should have decided, this is where we start, this is where we're going. You, it's your guy's job to take us between those points. And I think yeah, that's why I mean, it was so messy, because, because they see, were allowed the freedom to chop and change as they went. See, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, it's... It, it, it's like... Because when, when I watch the flight last, I mean, I... I can't really have an opinion like right now about the last job. Well, I mean, I can. I don't like it, but like, <laughs> if, I can't really. <laughs> but like, I'll I'll admit that I haven't seen it since I watched it in the cinema. Yeah, and I remember coming out the cinema, but like, I trust my feeling watching it. You know what I mean? Like, when you watch a film, even the cinema, fair enough. Sometimes you're gonna watch it again. Set your heart. You know No, but like you know what I mean. Like I knew that if I wa- I know that if I watch again, I'm still not gonna like it because yeah. I've never walked out of a cinema disliking a film as much as I would dislike that one. Yeah, I have. And I think it th- was Independence Day Resurgence. <laughs> okay, that was a <laughs> fair mistake. enough. I'll give <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Have you guys seen See, that? The thing, no, I've not. No, no I've not put myself through that. No. I've been, I've still been told. I probably, probably by you, you know. <laughs> probably, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. do it. But yeah, but like, it, it, I mean, it occurs to me that we've not actually spoke that much about it. Like, so I'm gonna make like. An hour or I'm gonna, in, in. I was literally. Wait, I was gonna wait for you to finish your point. I was gonna be like, say, Amelia, <laughs> please bring us back to. Yeah, yeah I was, I was gonna say like, I'm gonna make the last minutes. point and we'll go back to. I nearly made a point when you two started arguing about the last Jedi. Like. I'm gonna have to be a mediator now. I'm gonna have to get in here. But like, <laughs> I was, in, I'm enjoying yeah. just this. No, I mean, well, like, no, my final, my only final point about the last Jedi is simply just the film itself. I don't know, like I said before, you know, it's a good film. It's well made. I'll admit, stuff. He's because uh, he's a really good director, right? I was watching this thing the other day, 
and there's some really good stuff in it. Like, I'll admit, I was a little annoyed when two lightsabers, you know, don't fucking touch in the entire film, apart from that one flashback. But other than that, the, the stuff like the bit um, at the end when Ben goes after um, Luke, and it's obviously projection. Yeah. But when you look at that, and then you look at Ray's training earlier in the film, they're performing the exact same moves. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's identical. And There's a lot of cool foreshadowing. I'll give him that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And the there's some really nice set pieces compo- are really cool. There's some really nice composed yeah. shots in it as well. Like from a, from like a yeah, filmic true. standing, like, yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. some of the best yeah. shot compositions. It's pretty of the good looking. Yeah, but you're it's, all forgetting pretty... the, main, the main thing from that film, Ben Swall. Ben Swall, yeah, that little turn he does. Yeah. Best thing, best part. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, Amelia, Amelia, try and get us on track. Yeah. I reckon you should chop that and save it. Maybe. The whole thing. Up, up I will you. see yeah. what I can do. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a Star Wars omnibus where we just talk. Oh my Star god! Wars. I don't know, but so far yeah. we haven't been very empirey. It's up to you. Yeah, yeah. Funny. Bring bring us back on course, Amelia. <laughs> okay, so instead of kind of going through the plot, first thing I want to do is talk about. Some of the changes that they made, like we mentioned about how obviously they, they redid it in whenever it was, like, I can't remember, the 90s, whatever it was. 97, I think? Um, yeah, so was it was 97. Yeah, like 97. Uh, I wanted to talk about that. 2011 was one of them, because that was the last one. Oh, was it? I think, no, there's, yeah, there's been a lot since, hasn't there? Because they've, they've yeah, really the one's that one that's on 4K. The McClunky ones, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the, the McClunky yeah. saga. The ones for the 3D, yeah, that's, that's the newest one. Yeah. The one that he didn't actually release, but the ones he sold to Disney, and that's yeah. why they're on. There's really not that many changes. What is McClunky? Okay, so Take it it's away, another Sam. change to the cantina scene. Yeah. Where, so I think the footage has been sped up because it's now extremely unclear who is shooting first. I think it's not like we're going to definitely yeah. say it's Han or definitely say it's Greedor. It's just going to be like, ooh, maybe they shot each other at the same time. And just He's tried to restore that whole who shot first thing, hasn't he? Yeah. This is George Lucas' this is, edit this as is well, Lucas this thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. And just yeah. as the bolt hits Greedo, he goes, McClunky! And then falls <laughs> over. And dies. And no one knows what McClunky means. Why do I not someone, know that? Someone, I think, like worked it out. You know, there's an, there's a bit in Phantom Menace where Anakin's talking to Saboba. Uh, and one yeah. of the words he says is McClunky. Right. I can't remember oh. because it comes up with subtitles as well. They kind of like made it. Do you know what I up. think McClunky is? I think it was goodbye. I think Mc- goodbye. Goodbye. I think McClunky, right, is Greedo's long lost boyfriend. And I think right, I think Greedo said his name in his dying moment. Right, oh, like, but and he's been he, he, the reason he's a bounty hunter in the first place. He doesn't really care about hunting bounties. He's just finding an excuse to travel the galaxy to try and find McClunky, and he failed because he died in that cantina. So he said his name one last time, and the only reason I think it's his boyfriend, not his girlfriend, is because I've seen Greedo. Those lips are made for sucking. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> and you say I'm bad with Raylo. I think I think Sam just won. See, <laughs> I'm even looking at Greedo going, mm, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, oh. I want either a McClunky comic book 
or I'm a clunkier Star Wars story uh, to be in right. cinemas one day. See, I mean, minus the, uh, you know, comment at the end of it. The actual set thing of the story. You know, it's pretty heartfelt, right? Yeah. I, if that's the actual thing, that'd be pretty cool. So you know what I thought it was when I first saw it? Or what I envisioned him doing it is, right? Do you remember that vine with when someone puts the fake rat on top of the um, yeah. things? And she goes, <laughs> and runs away. That's the sound I think he's making. That's the Star Wars version of that sound. And that's the sound, sound he's making. <laughs> He knows that he's about to die, so he makes that sound, but then just he's obliterated. But yeah, that's what I envision that sounded. So uh, when you look at it, right, there's no. You, I mean, if you have the t- subtitles on in the film on Disney Plus, that word doesn't come up on subtitles. Nope. It's more like a sound than it is a word. <laughs> but it's very much a word the way he says it. Or a noun. Very weird. A name. Yeah. McClunky, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Amelia, yeah, tell us about change to Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that is a change. <laughs> um, in, in the wrong film, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but what? that's oh, well. No, okay, so, um, right, so yeah, like we've said, obviously it starts in half. So what do we think about the added Wampa? A little bit of, little bit of extra Wampa. What do we think about that? So basically we had... More scenes of the Wampa actually sat chomping away, whereas normally you saw nothing, you saw his shadow. Like like, like that band, but Star Wars version, not Chumba Wampa. Chumba Wampa. Chumba Wampa. Chumba Wampa. Well, that implies that he's eating his own kind now. Is it like a can of Chomp A Wampa? Chomp A Wampa. Maybe it's a restaurant. I think he just really likes those chocolate bars. Yeah, that's what I was talking in the middle of something. Yeah, oh my god. Maybe it's like a Yo Sushi version in Star Wars and you just sell, like, Wampa. Maybe you don't know. Why are you sushi? Gotta get some chocolate. No, because because they ever. No, because they only sell sushi, and it's in the title, so you'd assume Chompa Wompa would be like, yeah. I don't know, yo sushi. Yo sushi is fucking lit. I'll tell you that now. It is, man. I I like I like more Wompa. I I I I get that the shadow is kind of more imposing, but like. Whatever. I I don't think it impacts things that much. No. Especially as it's not a CGI Wompa. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's an actual guy in a suit. Like, the, for the first time I watched this, it was the DVD release. I hadn't seen a version before that until, like, years later when I knew there were changes because everyone talks about how the Star Wars has been changed. And then I went out and searched a YouTube video that said, here's what, what the original was, here's DVD, here's Blu ray, blah, blah, blah. So, just the Wampa in that was always just kind of normal and natural and didn't seem like. Yeah, it was a miss. I liked it. It was good. Mm. It just yeah. tells me they didn't have the budget at the time. I think to do yeah. it. Yeah. And clearly, probably. they were probably. They're, this is what I feel that when they go back and redo a film, this is what it should be about. What didn't we have the budget? What didn't we have the technology for? Maybe at the time. So what can we do? And instead, it's just like add a fuck ton of CGI. This, bruh. Let's put a fucking lizardy rat thing there, and it's gonna run across screen because why the fuck not? And I, do you know what I mean? I just yeah. feel like every now and again yeah. they just go a bit too OTT with it. Like, th- like one of the major things, like you've probably seen the same video with me, but they talk about the changes and the changes of dialogue. And every now and again they'll say something, and the voice actor sounds nothing like the actor. And it's like that—that that sounds nothing what like Mark Hamill. So, for example, when um, he gets attacked, obviously, and they come back. And he sat there, and Freepio comes in and goes, "So good to see you, Master Luke." Normally, there's there's no sound, but it, but the voice actor goes, "Thanks, Threepio," and you're like, 
<laughs> or like I noticed that. Yeah, go. But I'll try and find the link to the one I now, watched. Now right. you said it. Actually, get my my camel to come back and say it. it. I don't know if it is. It doesn't sound much like him. Mad. I mean, I, mean, I, I get the change. Like when you watch things like um, like when right like uh, like Vader has been in Star Wars Rebels, and when he was in Rogue One, it's James Earl Jones. But he doesn't sound like he did in the originals. No. And it's still really cool because it's him and it's his voice and it's it actually sounds like cooler because he's older and he's gravelly. I totally like, agree. Argh. I totally agree. But it's it's not the same version and you can tell, but I don't know. I mean to be honest with you, still. I think, I <laughs> think as, as far as like changes go there, in regards to things like that, I I don't like Vader's red eyes. They're fucking stupid. Like what, again, again, oh, what, yeah. red like, tint. Yeah, like and in and in Rebels and stuff. Like, like I know we were talking earlier. Things that are in Star Wars don't hold up to scrutiny because it's stupid anyway. It's a fairy tale, and I get it. It's for kids, and he's the bad guy. But there was nothing wrong with the black eyes. The thing is, I I was like, I heard something about this. They didn't choose to give him red eyes necessarily. In A New Hope, either they changed it later to like like make his like eyes more black. But the original like material they used had a slight red like tinge to it anyway. Yeah. So then in really? Rogue One and stuff, everything that was set before, because it was set a little bit before, they said, oh, this is the same oh, suit as he was wearing there. It. So they're giving him the red eyes again. It's not yeah. like they're choosing red. They've done it. Yeah, I feel like... Have, have we all watched the... Um, it's a red letter, med- uh, red letter Media video of them reading through the uh, Wikipedia page of about Darth Vader's suit. Nope. It's no. fucking hilarious. I would recommend everyone go and watch it. Uh, my choice favorite thing uh, from that page and that video is so Vader's plastic helmet, the shiny plastic helmet, the actual bit around, right? The dome it, bit. It looks like that because it's been waxed with voodoo hide, right? And the reason oh. it's been waxed with voodoo hide is because when the droids were operating on Vader uh, after his injuries on Mustafar, they had to uh, rush quite a few things. So they fucked up a lot of Anakin's sort of internals and stuff and, uh, and, and rushed a lot of the robot job. And they were worried, the droids were worried that the Emperor would notice and scold them or, or destroy them. So they made the helmet extra shiny to distract him. <laughs> Why do they make that the way that it is? What you say? Oh no, that's, oh, that's definitely like a book or something, isn't it? It's, like... it's not just that it's plastic, cheap plastic from 1970. It's specifically to just the emperor like shiny things, right? <laughs> and they just so kept dumb. it for like oh, 25 oh, years until he's dead. <laughs> oh, he just comes in, he's like, wait, oh wait, what's this kind of? Oh wow, Ooh. good job, guys. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Having said that, right, they make his helmet shiny, but as soon as Vader steps off the operating table, he just crushes them all anyway. Yeah, he just <laughs> yeah. Wasted job, guys. <laughs> I know, yeah. They could have just done a dime worth, be like, alright, oh, okay, he, he's fucked up, just fix him, you know what I mean? Like, nah, I love it. That's mad, I love it. I love that it's that in depth. Yeah, it's, like, it's, one it's day, insane. Yeah. Like, if, if Disney carry on making these films as much as they are, in like a hundred years, we're going to have a detail you'd be able to literally look at every single aspect of the bloody Star Wars universe I'm telling you it's going to be a bible thing people will be practicing the Jediism or whatever as like a religion and the Sith will be the equivalent to like Satanism it's going to (laughs) happen 
I've got. I've, like, I, I should have brought it up it. with me, but I've got downstairs a um, a book, the uh, the Old Republic Encyclopedia, right? And bear in mind, this thing is just about that MMO, not even about Knights of the Old Republic, just about the events of that MMO, pre a couple of expansions, and it's still like fucking that thick. God. It's insane. I'm sad about that. Someone actually spent time on that, probably months on that. And it's not even fucking canon anymore. You <laughs> yeah. stroke it off the record. Still it's getting just pointless though. now. Yeah, I mean, it should. Be. They should just bring all of that, all that work, right? They should just bring that all back in. I mean, obviously, they'd have to go through it all or whatever. But like, if they could literally re-release like that, for example, make some changes themselves, and they'd be like, right, this is the canon. Boom, started right there. They could wait to get rid of it. All of it. If it was easier than yeah. saying, this is, this yeah. isn't, this isn't, like, cherry picks. They just said, anything that isn't Just kind this, of do it as they're going along. They clearly... They can't they, watch. <laughs> they, they, um, I yeah. mean, they left it a little bit open with the Old Republic. I think they just wanted to see how well expansions would do monetarily. And it's not set the world on fire. I actually, I've reinstalled it recently. It's a decent game. Um... I haven't played for a while. It's one of these. The it's one of these where so they, I mean they kept. I think I think when Force Awakens came out, one of the and again the canonicity of this is debatable, but I'm sure one of the art books said that the crystal inside Kylo Ren's saber is Darth Revan's Kyber crystal. So yeah. Revan. Well, this, I... So Revan still exists, and Revan's Revan's mask inspired his mask as well. Uh, whether that's part of the universe or just a prop thing, I don't know. I've seen um, loads of stuff about that actually, about how they do comparisons between like Kylo Ren and Revan. They kind of sound similar anyway. Yeah. And then loads of people are saying, "Well, Adam Driver just looks like a shit Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Can we have Keanu Reeves play Revan?" Yeah. It would be sick. But I, I mean, it's one of these where I think I think they chose to do that so that they could say, like, if if the Old Republic started doing really amazing again monetarily, they could be like, hey, it's all canon, it all counts now. See, I don't think they'll do that. I think but they'll if, say... But, but if, they, if they wanted to do their own thing, start afresh with Revan and that time period, they're still free to. Kind of like how they brought Thrawn back, but That's in Rebels. That's what I was going to say. That's probably what they'll do, rather than saying, oh, no, it's canon again. They'll just redo it and keep basically See. all the same bits, but just make it as a new that say this version's canon. Which are only going to get more confusing. But I will. The, the thing with Kylo Ren's is, right, I always thought, and I've just, I, I've just like looked it up then, I googled, like, why is it like that? And this is the version that came up when I googled it. Is that the reason it's all crap, it's like, um, I mean, it could still be, like, Revan's, but the reason it does, like, the flickering is because the crystal's actually cracked. And that's, that's the reason it does I was going to say, that. it's cracked. So, I mean, it could still be, um, like, his... Um, uh, crystal, but the reason it does like the flickering stuff, like canon in canon, is um, because the, the actual crystal inside is cracked, and because it's cracked, that's why he has the two things at yeah. the side. Because it's cracked, it gives out more power, yeah. and those things at the side basically like ventilate the extra power, so it's not just like, doesn't just like explode in his hand essentially. That's why he has like the, the cross thing. But yeah, there you go. I don't mean that it could be rendered or not. But... So what else was changed yeah. about him? Say, yeah, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Uh, I always knew this was going to happen. It just, it just was, wasn't it? <laughs> I think we it's actually might get fucking two episodes worth of shit. <laughs> Probably. Two full episodes. I'm just joking. Where we just I'm say, just oh yeah, annoyed. do you want to see the, the other stuff? 
watch this episode that we'll bung out another time. But I, I do think we're going to have to chop it up because oh so gosh. far we've said we've added a Wumper or Wumper even. <laughs> That's it. That's we've added we've a Wumper and changed the one line. Oh, we're gonna be here for hours. I was gonna say this is this. It's annoying me as well because this is like the one episode I needed to not be ill on. I'm sat here and every now and again I just keep going off and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna be sick in a minute. Right, let's get going. Right, um, what do we think about the change of Boba Fett's voice? Like it? Good. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't like it. You know, I don't like it. I don't like that he's a, they made him a clone. But Never he is did. a clone. But he is a clone. I know he's no, no. That's what I'm saying. I don't like that they made him in like they made oh, him in, in Attack of the Clones. Clone. Yeah, like they didn't have to do that. He could have just been his son. You know what I mean? Do you think that's you know why they did it for Mandalorian? Do you reckon that's why they've done Mandalorian as like the, the, why they did the Mandalorian? It's like oh well, we can't really change Boba. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> do you know what? I I don't mind it with Boba Fett. I think it's a cool voice. I think that it adds to it. It's a cool it. voice. I'll give him that. I don't, I don't like it with the Stormtroopers, though. But the cloak, what? Which ones? Because they, well, they, give, that, they give that voice to some of the Stormtroopers as well. They? I don't know if it's really? an Empire, but definitely in A New Hope. What, like the new scene? I could understand that. I was not aware of that. I thought they kept most of the voices. No, I'm, I'm almost, unless yeah. I've fucking made this up since the way you're all looking, at, <laughs> looking at me, but I'm almost positive that they changed some of the voices of the Stormtroopers. And that's one of the reasons. I don't know if you remember when when the Force Awakens was coming out. People were going ape shit about um, John Boyega being a stormtrooper. Um, uh, I mean, a lot of them were just fucking racist. But one of the things was how can he look like that and be a stormtrooper because all the stormtroopers are clones. Well, because people, thing, I thought that because, was just uneducated, un- un- like uneducated Star Wars fans who didn't know that. By but I think the time that's one. Of, I think. I think that's one of the reasons actually, the misconception has grown because they changed. They did make some of them sound like the clones. I'll fact, do you know what? I'll fact check it, and a little box will come up saying, <laughs> saying, oh, sure. it'll, it'll either say this is when the change was made, or Sam's a massive knobhead. That's <laughs> it'll, it'll be one of the two, right? Because I'm sure in in a New Hope, you know, there's the bit that you probably didn't notice the first time you watch it. The stormtroopers walking into the room where three PO and R two are, and one of them hits his head on the door, yeah. and in like the latest version, they add a bonk noise, and then one of them <laughs> says, I like things like that. I love that, you know take him to medical or something and yeah. I'm sure his voice isn't a New Zealand accent <laughs> I, think, I, I, I don't think it's all of them but it, it's it's some of them hmm. I mean it seems like something they would do honestly I can imagine George Lucas making that decision it's being weird like, that they change that. some of them and not all of them though well because it's it's thingy isn't it in canon it's meant to be like especially now that Disney's changed it originally what it was was that the tr- the clone troopers were the beginning of the Empire's thing but as they started to integrate well, like they started recruiting people. and it became like a mishmash yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. and it became like the clones are like oh we're well better than you guys you know yeah, whereas now in the Disney canon it's swapped it's like the Emperor's like oh no I don't want clones hire normal let's get normal people in and the clones were kind of pushed out but, but then like, he does want clones again he wants his yeah. he wants his so baldy scarred clones <laughs> in his pickle jars. Pickles <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. But yeah, I mean either way, like it's I can imagine that being a change they've done. What's another but, change, like, Amelia? Give us another change. Okay, right, when you get a chance, Google this. Um, you know when obviously he gets his hand chopped off and he falls down and he goes whoop, down the chute. Yep. In nineteen ninety seven they added a scream. 
not a scream necessarily. Oh, from but, him. Yeah, so as he's tumbling, all you hear is, ah! And it's the weirdest thing ever. Please go and have a Wait, look. So he chooses to jump and then still screams yeah. and like instantly regrets the decision. I think so. Yeah. He chooses to go on roller coasters and still scream. True. True. That's a good call. I'll give you that one, actually. Yeah. But yeah, Google See. that. That's well oh. weird. And I like it. Right. See. Fall damage. Oh is not a thing in Star Wars. Are, are we, no. Do we just have to agree on this? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think mean, I do, do Jedi and Sith catch themselves, or is four damage not a... All I'm saying is, a big enough paycheck, Han Solo will have fucking survived Starkiller Base. Have you not seen a that big enough paycheck like, will make that happen. Have you not seen the meme yeah. that was made by falling down a massive hole and surviving, gang? Where it's, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Han Solo, you fell on a massive hole and died, and then it's like, Darth Maul, Emperor Palpatine, Luke Skywalker, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Revenge of the Sith, all fall down, fall down a massive hole, a fall that they shouldn't have survived, and just survived. Was it because they were Jedi and Sith? Yeah, probably. I just want, to, I want a bit in one of the new, because obviously, like, in all the new Star Wars things, especially the spin-offs, you know, in, like, Rogue One, you've got... I'm, I'm, I can't think of what how to describe. Funny robots is what I'm I'm, I'm getting at. But here. Yeah, funny robots. Com- comedic yeah. robots. Yeah. I, I want one of them to observe a character falling down a hole and just be like, "Oh man, like I bet you a hundred credits he survives that fall or something <laughs> like that." Like it not be like an enemy, just like a main character or something. Like, I yeah. can see like, that the happening. Main character Jedi I can see and he's like, "Hey, gone." Um, yeah, like oh, Benny survives that drop. You know, isn't it the first episode of the Clone Wars where um, Yoda's? escape pod deploys and the battle droids are shooting at it and one of the battle droids makes a joke about how he's missing all the time and the battle droid who's on, on, the, on the desk says i'm not programmed to hit <laughs> like, <laughs> they do a lot of that like really subtle like star wars pissed like star wars trope piss taking and yeah. it's it's pretty good i like it but they should do it in a more of a mainstream oh, way that people might actually remember so that you yeah, haven't got everyone just taking the piss of it the whole time if they can take the piss of themselves yeah yeah abelia what's another change star wars Go on, go on. Uh, that's all I wrote for changes. Uh, there is one other from Empire that I remember. Go on. It's Cloud City. Oh, in the original oh, version of Cloud City, it was all walls, whereas yeah. in the current version, it's all windows and you can see more of Cloud City. I, I quite like that I on like that a lot as well. I'm a fan. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. did. I that's did one of the few changes that I actually like. I like, did think like. the CGI like chase around Cloud City looked a bit dumb because obviously it was done back in like 97, which is a shame. But um, the actual aesthetic of seeing Cloud City, it's gorgeous. Yeah. The skyline's gorgeous. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. I yeah. think that's one reason why yeah. I still really like Empire. It's because it has the, the changes that don't impact the story that much. Like, Blu-ray version of New Hope, the biggest change they made, which I just fucking hate, is the weird scream that Obi-Wan does to the, the oh, dragon scream yeah. or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's fucking horrific. It's horrible. And then in Return What's of the Jedi... On the Blu-ray? Yeah, so they. they I've not the, seen this. There was the original scream, you know, when Luke's been knocked out by the Tusken Raiders, and Obi Wan comes along and he goes. Whoo. Yes. In the original, he makes just like some kind of human-sounding noise. Yeah. In the DVD re-release, he makes like a more of a whistle noise. The one that yeah, we yeah, remember that one. Familiar yep. with. No, wait, hold on, really quick. Do you know why you remember that one, Sam? It's the same reason I remember it. It's because the. The, when you played as Obi uh, Ben Kenobi in the Lego game, he'd randomly make that sound like <laughs> yes, every ten minutes. He would, wouldn't he? Yeah. And he was in the so whenever I watch that film now, and it's not that sound. Yeah. 
I'm like, oh my god, that's so weird. But yeah, go on, sorry. Carry and then on. the Blu-ray rendition... Oh, should I, try, should I try and do it? Go, go on, on, go on, go on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, right. God. So it starts off fairly okay, you think it's fairly normal, <laughs> and it goes really gravelly at the end, so it's kind of like... <laughs> Honestly, it's horrendous. Actually, if, if you can take that audio a bit and then just like replace it over the that scene, I feel like it'd be a lot better. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm absolutely, I'm gonna. It's, but uh, that, I hate it, and every time I watch it, if I'm if I'm watching it with someone else, I wasn't watching it. I'm always like, right, to be clear, this is shit. This is no good. They change this. <laughs> Forget, just, just pull that out. And I don't like that I have to do that. Same what you with... should do is you should buy some sort of like like recorder or flute and just make the old whistling noise. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> like re-editing it. I'm sat there with yeah. a recorder just like un- under like a cushion just ready to whip it out. <laughs> um, yeah, and then in Return of the Jedi at the end, Luke's getting all electrified and Darth Vader's like oh. shit, he's electrifying my son. No. I hate this one. No. And then they add they add the no scream that he does in Revenge of the Sith to when oh, he's like yeah I hate that but he actually think he does not him down the shaft Geek. yeah he, does, he actually shaft, says no though doesn't he it's that close up with all the lightings on his face and he's just sort of like no yeah. no yeah, yeah. <laughs> just getting well angry much better when he was just silent just contemplating oh, in his head God. And like I agree damn he's thinking but oh, now it's hey do you know what the Darth Vader uh, helmet design. I think is really cool because despite the fact that he cannot emote, it's very expressive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So in Empire, let's bring it back. In Empire, there's that scene where um, the Emperor, the hologram of the Emperor, it's like the first time you see the Emperor in the whole trilogy, isn't it? That was a change yeah. they did as well, isn't it? In the it original, was, he yeah. Was like some oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, it was like a really that. shitty version. Yeah. Like it had like a really match. big eyebrow chunk here. Yeah, it looks like the elephant man. It was like, yeah, literally, yeah. And um, I'm sure I read a thing saying that was actually, like, something that George looks his wife or something. <laughs> something ridiculous. <laughs> he, or he stole something something off his wife to make the effect or something. I can't remember. Um, right, go on, go on, sir. So, the Emperor's telling him, oh, we, we know the name of the boy who destroyed the Death Star. It's Luke Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker's son is alive, and you have to hunt him down. And... Vader sort of says, oh, are you sure? How can you be certain? This, that, and the other. All right, I'll go and hunt him. But the whole time, when you're looking at Vader, you can sort of tell that he's, like, pensive and trying to think of ways around it, trying to think of excuses, trying to... And this is, I think, an example of extra media in Star Wars doing an incredible job of enhancing original scenes. So you can watch that scene and you get... A lot out of it anyway. You're not missing anything. There was um, when Disney acquired it, they started a Marvel series, uh, Marvel comic. run Darth Vader comic, and it's very, very good. Or at least it was back then. I don't know what it's like now. Um, and there I think was one. Then they've done it a lot now. What? I think they've they've redone it. They've they've not they've not redone it. They've they've now swapped. It. I think it's they, a they new went back of to it. like number one, didn't they? Yeah. But yeah, I don't think it's not canon. It's like... just like a new run. Anyway. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no. It's it's just the the end one. They've started this new one just after an episode. In getting this new lightsaber, everything it's about after episode three. So, um, Boba Fett is sent to track down the kid who destroyed the Death Star. I know about this. This is cool. 
he uh, he discovers Luke, who's gone back to Tatooine. He finds out his entity, this, that, and the other. And there's this amazing scene where Boba Fett's gone back to, to Darth Vader's Star Destroyer. And Vader's like, you come empty-handed. Why are you back? And he's like, well, yeah, I, I didn't get the kid, but I got his name. And Vader's like, go on. And he says, Luke Skywalker. And then there's like a couple of panels of silence. And then Vader's like, right, you're dismissed. And then Vader yeah. looks out into space and he starts clenching his fist and you can see all these fucking Star Destroyers out there and like his windows start to crack and it's like I probably thought he was going to like start bringing down Star Destroyers with the force but then it just yeah. cuts it lets you just imagine what happened next which is really cool but yeah. that scene happens before the scene in Empire and that's an example of, yeah. of when you watch it now if you've read that comic you know Vader already knows that Luke is his son and his son's out there and now he's worried that the Emperor knows. It like enhances yeah. it, it gives it extra dimension, it gives it extra flavor. And again, despite the fact that the suit actor never knew this and, and the directors never knew this, and this was a thing added later, because the suit is quite expressive in the way it moves and tilts and stuff, you can, you can still sort of, you see it, it's cool, it's nice. Yeah. I, I, re- I mean, I, when I read that, I really liked that, you know, when I read the whole kind of Vader thing, I thought it was really cool. Um, but yeah, I completely agree. Cool, cool suit, and it's just it is cool suit. Yeah. Helps that he can turn his head cool. independent of his like shoulders as well. Unlike yeah. like <laughs> a like Batman, Batman suit. Batman. Could you imagine if that yeah. had been like a Batman esque suit where he couldn't move his fucking head? Oh, I don't think it'd be the same movie. I imagine there are early designs of it, man. No. But yeah, Empire. Continue. Empire. Um. All my notes are like really like. <laughs> Shit. Um, <laughs> um, one thing I do really want to touch on, uh, which I really appreciate about this film, is the use of practical effects, stop motion, and bloody Muppets. Yeah. Frank Oz will forever and always be one of my faves. I don't care what anyone says. CGI Yoda is shit. Puppet Yoda all the way. <laughs> Give me more of it. Do or do not. Uh, wait, there is no to say. So I'm going to agree <laughs> with Phantom you. Phantom Menace puppet Yoda is a bit scary. That, Our old gear puppet Yoda is good. Phantom Menace OG. Uh, Phantom Menace puppet Yoda with his weird crow feet is not good. Well, we don't. Very good. And I'll argue that the. Because we want a thing. <laughs> nah, I'll get you out. Original Yoda was is pretty cool. I like. Were they originally going to make him like a monkey in like a space in like a suit or something? That was what he originally planned to do. I don't and they were like, now let's make it a puppet. Into the, yeah. The, the Gremlins like came out and they were like... Something, yeah. Yeah, it was all this of thing. And then they got Frank Oz to come and do it. And he made the puppet instead. And now it's the odd role. We know all, you know, no one loves. That's the term. It is. Yeah. He's so good. He's just so, so quotable. Funny. Like, you can't see, yeah. but like, just... There. On the side of my bed. I'm it's a little poster. Like we're going to have to see it any better. Like, I'm going to forget it, but I can't be bothered. <laughs> it literally is just a printout, which I've had for years. Uh, and it basically just says, do or do not, there is no try, with like a Yoda in the background. And like, I oh, always of think of that because like, even though, I don't know, it probably, all of his quotes are fucking amazing. Like, But like, for that one, that one for me has always been like, well, d- just do it. You know, what's the point in trying? Just do it. Have a go. And, like, That's... I feel like Yoda's such just, like, an inspirational character. I mean, what, what, a, what a little fuzzball. I love him. Yeah. Uh, 
I love his lines. They're so good. I feel like you can yeah. you can attribute them to so much, uh, and you can you can like label things with them. You can quote. You can. Do you know what you should, Joe? You know what you should do. You should um, any Stephen King books you have. What you should do is you should put a little label over the front of them, and it just says page turners. They were not. <laughs> Literally, you know what? I don't even think I have. I think I have one. <laughs> yeah, but Joe, hate leads to anger. <laughs> anger leads to hate. Anger, fear. Oh, no, it's, it's not that. <sighs> what is it? Hate is leads it? to suffering, Joe. And suffering leads to the dark side. So, Thanks, my dad fear, used to anger say and that aggression, to all actually. the time. He'd like whenever we used to get moody as kids and start back checking, he'd be like, "Oi." What does hate lead to? <laughs> no, I don't want to be a sim, Dad. I don't want no, to be right, a sim. No, right, she's further, right? If, oh, my no, that, if my dad said that to me, though, I'd be like, all right, I'm not carrying on. I want to be a sim, so bad, you know. That's a Red light saves life. Hmm? Which one? The anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Suffering leads to dark. I think it does, yeah. When does he say it? Oh, no, wait. I swear there's a step missing. Does he there. say it? No, I'm sure I, I can hear like CJ Yoda saying it. That's yeah, yeah, it's in, it's in. No, he says it's Wanakin. It's Phantom Menace. Because originally in Phantom Menace he was a puppet, and recently when I rewatched Phantom Menace, and they, re- they yeah, put a CGI, CGI Yoda yeah. over puppet Yoda in the Phantom Menace. Yeah, and it looks so much well, better kept... because it fits nicely as the prequels now. Yeah, yeah, it is. What's up with Yoda's Fear creepy ass fucking room in the prequels? God. Well, that room with the f- like, stool in it. You know, his creepy-ass fucking room where it's really dark and you can only see, like, each other's eyes. Through oh, the- his little <laughs> meditation room. Why is his room like that? He's got, weird, he's got man. blinds. Yeah, but he's got guests in. Open the fucking blinds, Yoda. <laughs> You're out and all the right. Does he have to, like, book out that room? Like, does he just get, like, <laughs> unlimited access because he's the grandmaster or something, you know what I mean? Like, you reckon someone who has booked out the room it's like, oh, wait, why is the room locked? And then the, the administrator's just like, Yoda's in there. Can't go in. It's Yoda. And he's like, you better <laughs> put me down for the next hour, though. I would like to <laughs> know. I would like to know what everyone thinks of. Um, so th- this is something that um, Charlotte caught while we were watching Empire together. Um, you know when Obi-Wan's trying to convince Yoda to train Luke? And Yoda's like, Mm-mm, not gonna happen. He's too old. This, that, and the other. And then it ends with them talking about fear and this, that, and the other. And Luke's like, I'm not afraid. And uh, and Yoda goes, You will, you will be. be. Oh, hey, that looks well scary, isn't it? <laughs> I want to know how people read that. Like, what do you think Yoda means? I've got a reading, but I think it might be different to everyone. Get ready for fucked up shit. Do you reckon that's just all it is? I- I think that it's like like all the dark shit the force can do like you find out I don't know actually because what has Yoda seen of the dark side I don't know man's seen some shit he's old like when I when he thinks when he says that I reckon he means like he knows that the most I I I can imagine that the time when someone's gonna get turned to the dark side is most likely it's it's more likely during the training you know they're being taught all the good ways but then also there's all these bad ways as well to try and, like, thing them over. Um, but when he says that to him, I think maybe that this... That vision that he has... Because this is the, 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 the vision where he sees himself as Darth Vader. Yeah. I think that's what he's talking about. Like, I feel like that's an actual part 
of like actual Jedi training because obviously, as we've seen in um, the as Rise of Skywalker, it happens to Rey as well. Um, but I feel like that's an actual kind of part of the Jedi trainers where they see themselves as like a kind of dark side user and they've got to like defeat themselves. And maybe that's what he's talking about. Maybe that's the theory he's kind of chatting on about. So I I don't know that it is a hundred percent part of just your training. Definitely within Luke, it's this. It it is the idea that you are doing this for revenge, you know. So if you kill if you kill Vader, you're not better. You'll just become him, you know, sort of thing. But I think what he's getting at, because he's he's arguing with Obi Wan. Obi Wan's like, it's fine. Yoda's like, he's too old. Yada, yada, yada. And it ends with him smiling and saying, oh, you will be afraid, you will be. And I feel like it's not even directed at Luke. It is directed at Obi-Wan. It's him going, right, listen here, you little shit. You didn't train me, I trained you. You had one master, he died, and I came in. And who did you train? Darth fucking Vader. Such a good fucking trainer you are, aren't you? This kid, he'll be exactly the same. He's too old, you'll see, you'll see. I'll start, and it'll happen again. Dark side. Yeah. Like, Bit of a scene I don't know when you like when you yeah. get to it, it's like, oh, look at all this free stuff. Ah, <laughs> robot. I love little Fifi order. It's great. It's doing yeah. all his food. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I love that he's, he's he's just kind of gone crazy. I love that so much. Yeah. It's so good. Like a little hermit. Oh. Yeah, literally. Like a little hermit. Hey. Whoa. Are we gonna mention that bad lip reading video? No. I hate it. It's no. so annoying. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, but... Why, wait, well, wait. Something about seals. And the tree goes. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Some of those bad lip no. readings work quite well. Like the NFL ones, I think, work well because they have a lot of material. Yeah, they're good. Where you, don't, yeah. you don't know what they're saying. You can add words to it. When you know what the other character's saying and what they're supposed to sound like and someone else is just doing the voice and they've deliberately edited it so that it says something else, it's so annoying. Like when they when try and get a narrative well, it's going. it's easier to mimic it, like because it's not a defined lip movement. It's just this. Yeah, you know, it's kind of. It's. I suppose it's kind of like. Has anyone ever been into like abridged series at any point? This is a thing that I was into. Nope. Um, this was like a trend. I think the OG one, or at least the OG popular one, was Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged this concept of taking an anime and shortening it down to like six to ten minutes and writing a parody script um over the top for like each episode and it's a it's a, it's a decent enough idea in it oh like, wait hold on i was into these in like year nine yeah that's that's when i was into them as well yeah, yeah. um yeah. but it's easy to do because obviously an anime lip movement is literally just open close open close open close and then you can edit that to refine it even more and i think with the puppets I don't know, it feels a little bit cheap because it feels like the joke kind of boils down to, hey, it's funny because it looks like Yoda's saying this and Yoda wouldn't say this. Yeah. Also, yeah. Like, a lot of the time when they're having a conversation, yeah, they'll get like, the odd word where like that looks like he could be saying that. But most of the speaking is when you see the back of their head and they're talking to someone else. Yeah. Like, I like it. moving at all. I do think it's clever. Like you said, the NFL ones, and I remember a pretty funny Game of Thrones one. Like when you can see oh, the lips going, one, yeah. it is quite funny. It's it's it's, it's it, it works well. Yeah, but when they're clearly cheating it with puppets and back of the headshots, it's kind of just like yeah. 
this isn't the, really the point of. And that's why I find yeah. the seagull thing so fucking annoying <laughs> because I don't think it's the most clever thing that they could do. And they've based so much of their stuff off that fucking seagull song. Always, whenever I see like the odd recommended video for bad lip reading, I go, "Yeah, go on, I'll, I'll give it a try." And the recommended video <laughs> is almost always, "Oh, hey, have you seen this Yoda Seagull song?" I'm like, "Yeah, it, it's shit. Fuck off." <laughs> Ooh, just start some YouTube drama. Don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fight him. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll take him on. We'll box him. Yeah, do, do some fucking boxing, oh, bad yeah. lip reading. <laughs> Got four of their team members. Let's go. Let's do it. Oh my god! Four <laughs> in the ring. If it's good enough for KSI, it's good enough for us. Come on, let's go. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry for running about that. You were saying something about it. I think. The red it was mix kind of was unrelated. If I'm honest, that's all I've got written down. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. Before we take... say anything, I remember what. Right, one spin-off. So I want to want to briefly touch on spin-offs. Has anyone watched? The various spin-offs that exist, is in Robot Chicken from Star Wars oh. parodies. Parodies. Oh, sorry, right. so that's a big one. Yeah, like, so the Robot Chicken and the Family Guy one. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen yeah. that too. Yeah. Always yeah. got me with the Family Guy one. Is right at the end of Empire. Lando is supposedly wearing Han Solo's clothes. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? And then I watched it, and he's wearing he very similar clothes. Yeah. He's wearing very similar clothes. Yeah. It's just a bit. See, weird. right? I think, I think Solo tries to explain that Ooh, okay. by that's that scene doesn't he where he goes into lando's because obviously lando owns the falcon throughout that film he's got a big ass um, wardrobe yeah he's got all with all his capes and everything in it could possibly be suggested that in solo that he just he wins the falcon like as is so all of his clothes could still be there so if anything han is Maybe wearing, wearing Lando's clothes. clothes. Yes. And then he's That's actually took his own clothes back at the well, end have, of Empire. Do you know what? Reason. I'm willing to buy that because Han Solo is a fashionable motherfucker. He looks well cool, yep. but he doesn't act yeah. like a fashionable guy. You know, he doesn't Free. look like... He doesn't come across as someone yeah. who thinks about his clothes, but he, he looks fine, you know? Have you heard the original like, reason why you don't hate Han Solo? Go on. No, go on. go on. So before, like... I'm not sure. Han gambled McClunky away. He just, <laughs> just found him. Bit of trafficking going on. No, there was there was like back before Legends was written off as Legends, there was a canonical comic where Han Solo stole Greedo's vest. <laughs> the waistcoat thing that he was wearing was Greedo's, and he was mad about it. Or was it his girlfriend? Or was it both? I'm sure it was the vest. That's amazing. Think. Oh no! You know what I though? If that, I wish, I wish that was canon purely because I can see a scene just before like Greedo go and like travels to Mos Eisley. He's just uh, like Jabba's like do butter, you know, doing his stuff, and he's like um, basically telling everyone, right? Han Solo's in Mos Eisley. Needs someone to go. Oh no, really no, because as we now know, Jabba's also in Mos Eisley, isn't he? Fucking hell! Thanks for that scene. Okay, fine. He's round the corner. He's like, oh. Um, Han Solo's in the cantina. I need to send someone over there. And fucking Greedo steps forward. He's like, fucking, if he's wearing my vest, I want to go do it right now. What's he wearing? Jabba, what's he wearing? And he was like, oh no, Scout said he was wearing like some black vest. And Greedo's like, motherfucker. Say, I'm going. Son of a bitch, no. 
that's not right. That's something. I just get straight there. I love that. There's something, something about Star Wars <laughs> that I'm like, I, I also have to explain to someone whenever I'm watching it with them. Why do all the Rodians? And I'm not sure if this is, is, it, is this, this might sound racist to all Rodian, which is the thing Greedo is. They all look the same, isn't the they? Thing. All wearing the same clothes. Always. Yeah. Is that like that scene we were talking about where Jabba's like, "Oh, Solo, you pussy bitch, come out the Falcon." There's a couple of other bounty hunters <laughs> just chilling. One of them's Greedo. They're all wearing the same thing. Yeah. Even though he got killed maybe the before. Well, maybe. what if um, that's just like Jabba's uniform for the Rodians? He'll have maybe. to commission maybe. different unit because he's he's got uniformed guys in his palace. We see them, but. He'll have to commission different ones for different races. You know, we don't know what's going on under the suit with Greedo. He might have certain needs, you know? I know like that's tracks. a weird sentence. Let's not find out about those needs. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So he might have to design a certain thing. So he just goes, well, I'm not designing you all fucking, you know, we're not doing a whole winter range here. <laughs> you all were the same thing. <laughs> Maybe. Because does, does, I mean, does little Greedo from Phantom Menace... Because that's who that's meant to be, isn't it? It's meant to be Greedo in it's Phantom Menace. I thought it was someone it, it, well, So there was a deleted scene where uh, I think at some point, either before or after the pod racing, Anakin was supposed to say something like, oh, that Greedo, always getting into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> they cut it. Good. Part of it. Awful. I think they must have changed that because I'm sure he's got a different name now. It's like Kyle Maybe. or something. Kyle! Maybe. <laughs> Kyle! <laughs> he's a monster and he's, the he's a backward, backwards <laughs> yeah. cap on as he's watching thingy, like, go. Just like, oh man. <laughs> think so. Kyle. There have been, like, other Rodians in, like, extended media. Except, well, like, basically Rebels and Clone Wars that aren't wearing bounty hunter uniform. I guess that's just because they're not bounty hunters. But so it's not like a thingy, it's then. It's not, like a, it's not like Mandalorians where it's, like, a, a cultural thing. It's genuinely Maybe. just the more... Jabba's just like, oh, you, you just, just stick you all in the same clothes. I can't tell you apart anyway. Maybe he's actually a racist. Like, it wouldn't be surprising. It, it, it's of, like, sad to say Greedo's that it happens in real life, so it could happen in Star Wars. Yeah. Who's, How are you supposed little, to do anything like with those? Suckers. How yeah. are you supposed to do Maybe he's like Spider-Man. Maybe he's like climb up Greedo walls. fucking climb up the wall. <laughs> no, no, just Get glass. off the ceiling, Greedo, you dickhead. <laughs> just like smooth surfaces. <laughs> That's a lick of each time and then like... Oh. <laughs> oh no, because we imagine that mouth though. So it's like, 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 like an anteater just kind of fucking, out the edge. Yeah, he's fucking... <laughs> in Jabba's palace, Greedo's on the fucking ceiling hissing at people. <laughs> like the fuck? <laughs> oh... <laughs> Oh man! Right, should we? Um, well, in that case, in that case, <laughs> should we just like we'll all chip in and we'll whiz us through like the scenes in Empire? As I say, we haven't really spoken Game much about Empire at all, but <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll just we'll do like a we'll do like a like a run towards the end because like like Amelia, like you said at the start, we all fucking know Empire Strikes yes. Back. Hoff, we like it. Yay or nay? Yeah, it's good. Love it. Ah, uh, good. yeah, good. Fucking cool, isn't lots, it? Lots of lots of snow. Great battle scenes. Mm-hmm. Fucking. Stop motion 8080s are sick. Lit. No one can ever tell yeah. me any different. Yep. No. One thing that oh, yeah. I do find a bit funny is how they kill them, right? So the, the snow speeders are coming oh, along yeah. and they're like, pew, 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 pew. And then yep. Luke's like, ah, oh, what are you doing, mate? You can't shoot him. That armor's too thick. 
they're like, oh, yeah, alright, let's just trip him up instead. And the first one that gets tripped up sort of falls over. And then two snowspeeders come along, shoot it maybe four times, and the whole fucking thing explodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So what really, was shooting at his balls? Shooting at his legs? They shoot it like, oh, it's, like what, its head, I think, and it just, just fucking goes. But whatever. You know what? I'll give it... It's, it's kind of related because it's Star Wars and I'm about ATSDs. Really quick, though. You know what's really cool? I mean, I don't know if anyone's... I know, Jacob, you've played it, but in um, Fallen Order... There's a mission where you gotta climb up an ATST. It's the same version AT, as the one in, AT. New, in it. It's not even an AT80. It's something else. It's a slightly earlier version of the AT80. Yeah, it's meant to be kind of. Like, either way, you climb up it and you go inside. And it's well safe. But like, you can see how like massive it actually is inside as well. Fucking huge. They have speeder bikes. Yeah. In them. Yeah, like they actually have speeder bikes in, in like in them. They've got like uh, it's basically it's it's mad like how huge it actually is. And like you, when you watch it in that. You can't really fully get a grasp of how big. You think it's just kind of like you've got the little pod where they, they sit, and it's just like a thing at the back where maybe I don't know they've got troops is, or whatever. Is that the one? Huge. Is that what we have to take as what it is though now? Because is that not like just a prototype one? Because isn't there bits in the Battlefront Two campaign where you go inside on Solust, where you go inside AT-80s as they're being built, and they're not that big inside? Oh, that's true, actually. Good call. So maybe the, it's just the prototypes that. that are so big. Because I've played it recently, so it's fresh in my head. I, 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 I played it recently that. as well. I forgot about that as well. Have you oh seen, my god. Remember oh, when those, those books used to be a thing? I think I used to have one for Thunderbirds. And it's like those manuals you get for cars. Oh, the interior and then like ones, yeah. through of the whole thing. There's yeah. a picture out there yeah. of an AT-80. And it's... Ooh, see all those little snowtroopers all lined up? Looks good. So maybe they, I don't know how big they are. They're big. Oh, maybe, I don't know. Bigger than me. Well, I mean, I mean, to be fair, right, you think about it. This is looking at the whole of the Empire from a realistic point of view. When Battlefront 2 set, and I'm going to be dead serious about this point now, you know, like, this is, this is overthinking it to the max, but I'm dead serious. <laughs> think about when Battlefront 2 set, right? It's uh-huh. set after, um, that particular mission as well is set meant to be about a year or so after well, not maybe a year, but a couple of months after um, Jedi. I think it is but a year it's set after, Jedi. after Jedi. Well, yeah, maybe a year, yeah. Right? The Empire is not doing very well at this point, right? Whereas the mission in Fallen Order... Yeah, Yolando. Yeah, Yolando, yeah. Um, the mission in Fallen Order is right, like, it's what? A couple of years into... Is it five years into the Empire's rule? They're probably rolling money at this point. Enough money to make these massive at Whereas by the time it gets to... Um, the mission downsizing. Battlefront, they've had to downsize because not only have they lost one huge, massive, expensive battle station, but they've now lost two. So they've not got a lot of money rolling around. So maybe that's the reason that it's smaller. So it seems realistic, you know what I mean? It's like, let's make more but smaller kind of thing. Um, you could be spot on. Talking again about that... Um... Uh, Darth Vader Wikipedia page, right? There's this... Um, so there's all sorts of problems with it, right? Like I said, the droids rush the job. So, like, there's no self-writing mechanism in the suit and it's really heavy. So if Vader falls over, that's it. He's fucking stuck on his back like a turtle, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, oh, my God. It, it's, like, beeping in the helmet, like, constantly to annoy him on purpose. The Emperor orders that as like a as, like, a feature. And every hour or so... 
the respiratory the respiratory system turns off again to annoy him on purpose. Isn't it really right? itchy as well? It's really itchy. It's yeah. horrible. He's got a no, but think about his leather in it. Imagine leather on his burnt skin. Yeah. Oh. Minging. Um, and so I, there was a, a suit that was made, a prototype of a suit that was made. I think in a comic book. Uh, this might even have been like what the white suit would eventually become in legends wise where it actually had all the bells and whistles and kept him comfortable and kept him on the ball it had like more maneuverability he wouldn't be stuck on his back if he fell over all sorts of this that and the other and he got to take the prototype for a spin right but they cancelled production on the suit because of empire budget cuts <laughs> oh my god brilliant well there you go it basically just confirms my theory Maybe, yeah. There you go. I mean, I would actually love it if it's genuinely like a cost thing. It's like, right, we want... The reason they're so small is because we want to make more of them so we can fight back, but we don't have the money to make the massive ones. Let's just make some tiny ones. It'd be fine. And then it backfires because in that mission you blow up the bloody factory. So, you know, fuck the Empire, you know what I mean? Have you guys, like, read or heard of some of the other, like, alternative... Back when I think this, I'm not sure I'm not sure when these came out, but Star Wars made some what if comics, similar to how we're getting uh, these yeah, of that, yeah. what if Marvel TV shows. They did some yeah. for the original Star Wars films, where they changed one thing in each film, and the first one they did was for um, A New Hope, and then the Death Star just doesn't explode at the end, like the torpedoes just malfunctioned, yeah. and then so it means that most of like Empire Strikes Back is then just changed a little bit um, and the basic conclusion is well Leia ends up being, being captured by the Empire and turned into like basically becomes yeah. evil becomes like Darth Vader's like, like a daughter apprentice so, <laughs> but when they go when Luke goes to Yoda on Dagobah to go do training Yoda goes along with them to go then try and oh. try and take out Darth Vader and what he does is they they land him on the Death Star because they have like this big empire and it looks brilliant, and they they land Yoda on the on the Death Star, saying so, he uses his mind tricks to get all the way up to like Grand Moff Tarkin or whoever's actually flying the thing. And at the end, once they've like tried to return Leia back and they're on their on, on the Falcon flying off, Yoda like FaceTimes the Emperor like, "Hey, what up? Come in for you," and then just crashes the Death Star into the planet they're on. <laughs> it just flies it full on into the planet and just wipes them all out. What the fuck? He kamikazes the Death Star into the planet. I think it's Coruscant. He just crashes oh the moon at a space station the size of the moon into Coruscant and just wipes everyone out. Oh my god. And that's it. Star Wars oh, done. Man. Good god. I really so what want tell to me? see that as a film. So, so what you're telling me is if the Death Star didn't blow up, then Yoda becomes like a mass murderer or something. Commits <laughs> like genocide on a galactic scale, you know, like a global scale, out. thousands, millions of hundreds, does, billions of people. Does that does that still count as a hit and run though? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, but like, wait, is he on the Death Star when he does it, or does he do it yeah. remotely? No, he's he's flying oh, so the he Death just... Star. Oh, it's a Coruscant. He's on there. <laughs> Like controlling it and shit, and just like surely coming for you. Surely that can't be a quick process. That must have took a, uh, at least an hour to get it. Like yeah, we're, we're thinking and, like, like sh- what? 
To be fair, <laughs> the Death Star can do light speed. Maybe he can. Can it? Can you? Yeah. Well, yeah, it does in Rogue One, doesn't it? In Rogue One, they're like, like oh, oh fuck, mate, it does, yeah. We, we, we're detecting a massive object appearing at light yeah. speed, so it can light speed. What if he pulled some Hondo moves and, like, light speeds the Death Star through a planet? Oh, that would work. <laughs> so, I want to see that, you know. I want to see, see that. that. So that's, that's oh. the alternative to no, right. if, if it changed in A New Hope. The alternative for Empire, that actual comic, Luke dies in the snow. Like, the Wampa just kills I've him. I've heard about this one. He yeah, dies in the snow. That, yeah. And as he's dying, he's all like, he sees, still sees Ben. And he's like, ah, oh, shit, gotta go see Yoda. Go to Dagobah. And then Han Solo's like, that's me. I'm gonna do that. I'm, I'm gonna go to Dagobah. And eventually, I'll be the Jedi boy. That's the one. <laughs> and he, he tries he tries going, but he takes a few people with him. And as he's there, he's like, hey, Yoda, what up? It's your boy, Han Solo. I'm here to become a Jedi. What the fuck does he land that ship? You know what I mean? It's massive. He's a better pilot than Luke, so he just does it, you know. I suppose. Um, just like and then Yoda's like, some trees. Soz, move aside. I want Leia. She's actually got the force. And then, oh, and then like, I, I can't sad. remember what happens from the rest of there. Oh, doesn't Darth Vader get a white suit in one of them? Yeah. I think that's the end of Jedi. So what, we Jedi survive. What if, he what doesn't if, die. Like, what if, he comes yeah. away and gets a white suit, yeah. Yeah. But in one of them, Luke just totally dies at the start. So I think if they'd done that, that's that's a pass putting some stakes in there for you. But yeah, there you go. Same. Yeah. I All would say. Dies. If you want to research that, um, you can do that. So what else is there? Um, Han, Han and Leia start a very... Um, Childish, snidey relationship. They're taking the piss out of each other constantly, but it's because they love each other. Um, but Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher were also dating, I think, during the production of this movie. Does anyone have... Yeah. Because there's loads of stories about this, isn't there? Does anyone know... Because I've got, like, the end of a story in my head, so I don't know if either of any of you have uh, uh, extra information on it. Isn't there a story about Harrison Ford being in... Carrie Fisher's trailer wearing nothing but a necktie. I've heard this. I have not heard that story. I, I don't know it. That sounds familiar. I don't know the story or anything, but I've heard it sounds, it sounds familiar. I was hoping someone had the full story there, because I'm, I'm sure I remember that. Um, um, I'm assuming we all just we all like Han and Leia. Again, yeah. this is just a thing that we've all oh, been... Yeah. Han and Leia. We've had them for years. Han and Leia, right? Han and Leia. Han and Leia. I love and the then, I know line. Oh, wait, no... That's a good line. I like that. Hmm? What well, wasn't that? Um, oh, well, ad libbed when Han Solo's all like, Leia says, "Ah, oh, I love you," and Han Solo's like, oh, no. "I'm pretty sure that yeah. works." Yeah, he was meant to say, "I love you too." Yeah, in the script. Yeah, I think that's better oh. because it's like because Han's whole thing is that uh, he's a bit. You know, we clearly. He, well, he's a bit of a prick, but he he does clearly care for her a lot. Yeah, and I feel like he's thinking in that moment, if I die, you know. I want to try and leave her with no hang-ups. So if I say I know, then at least she can be like, "What a cunt! I don't miss it," you know. <laughs> I suppose you're giving him a lot of credit there. Maybe. I think did anyone feel cool. like? Did anyone feel like? Because they were dating. Th- this is just something I picked up on. Harrison Ford does a lot of weird faces. Right, and uh, he pronounces he, he like does his in, like sentences in weird ways, particularly ways with Carrie, and it feels like he's trying to make her laugh Cold. while that, shooting. Yeah. That's what it feels like. 
I kind of like it though. I feel like that's this character. That would yeah. be something that Han would be like, this character. I don't know, maybe, I don't know. But, yeah. Well, I mean, it's what... Well, speaking of like Harrison Ford though, right? If any of you guys ever seen the story... He, I think Mark Hamill told it. He was on one of the talk shows or something. He was on... I can't remember what talk show it was. It, might, it was either Graham Norton or one of the American ones. And um, he was telling the story of the whole... Um, you know, Darth Vader turned out to be the father. He's saying that the only people who knew about it was the guy who wrote the script, James Earl Jones. He knew about it, and obviously George Lucas. And but the, throughout the the whole production, the line and the line that was said by the actors on when they were shooting was um, "Obi Wan killed your father." That's what everyone thought the big, yes. big plot twist was going to be. And then when everyone was watching the premiere, apparently Harrison Ford turned to Mark Hamill or something and says something like, you didn't fucking tell me that, did you? Or something like that. <laughs> and he just... He, no, but you got to watch the actor into Mark Hamill because he does the absolute best Harrison Ford impression in the world. I think I've seen it's amazing. Yeah. I think yeah. it is Graham Norton. It's just... Is it Graham Norton? Yeah. He does the best Harrison Ford because he just he puts does the face and everything where he just, he just kind of relaxes his body. He's like, you didn't fucking tell me that, did you, kid? Or something like that. It's honestly amazing. But um, I love that. I love that they literally didn't know about it until the, the like the premiere of the film. It's amazing. There's a cool thing. I assume we'll have all seen it because I think it's I think it's just playing all the time before showings of Rise of Skywalker. But there's a cool little bit of um, uh, B-roll or, or behind the scenes footage that I'd never seen before that played when I went to see the movie, and it's Harrison Ford fucking up a line in the Falcon. Because he's getting distracted by something the cameraman is doing. Yes, I And he yeah, keeps like that. turning into camera and being like, You, you camera guy, stop with that. <laughs> and it's really cute and it's really endearing and it's nice to see him not being such a grumpy fucking git <laughs> on the set of Star Wars. But it also made me realise that I would love and it wouldn't even need a narrative. I would love on like Disney Plus for them to just make a documentary that is all just behind the scenes footage from Star Wars movies. I think they made they made yeah. one, I think. They did a lot for the prequels, didn't they? There was like, one because yeah. the version of the DVDs I had was a, was the before boxes, four film, four discs. And I was always like what, what, the, what the fuck is this fourth one? And it was all the bonus features. And it was a lot of the yeah. behind the oh, scenes that, yeah. interviews and stuff like that from when they, yeah. oh, it would have been like the early 2000s and they all, around the time they were remastering the DVD, the, the original, the original Tridge, they did a load of interviews yeah. with the actors and they bung them all on this little DVD. And I've watched it a few times just because it's only like half an hour. Kind of fun. Yeah. And I think I've stuck in that, that and that's point. interesting. But yeah, more, more, please. I want to see more. Always. Yeah. I always thought they think, you know, I always thought they needed um, to make a thing. And it, I, I feel like at some point they're gonna make a like a biopic about George Lucas making Star like Star Wars. Oh, and he also needs to play a young Mark Hamill. Sebastian Bloody Stan yep. needs to play a young Mark Hamill. Yes. And then who's the guy? That guy that was it? One of you guys I was telling the other day about the guy who should have been young Cancel. The guy who played a young oh, Harrison yeah, Ford. Yeah, did an impression yeah. of Hans. Was it one of you guys? Yeah, he did it. He did. He plays a young Harrison Ford in a different book, in a different film. 
Oh my god, he did an impression of Han Solo, and it is spot on. Like, his face looks identical to him. His impression's spot on, it's insane. And he should have been. So he should play young Harrison Ford. And I don't know who played Carrie Fisher, I don't play who CGI, played John Lucas. DH, Carrie Fisher, they just bung her in. Is it her daughter? <laughs> Get the daughter to play her. Should do yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And then put her dead mum's face on top of her face instead. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oof. Just CGI the whole time. The only maybe. thing she says... The only thing she says about the entire film is hope, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been in Fast and Furious Seven. If any of you, if any of you watched that, right? Paul Walker like oh, well, hit a tree and died. So then yeah. they got his brother to come in, and they CGI the film. Face I remembered it was onto in... his brother's face. I think that's fucked up. Yeah, that's I think a bit fucked up. That's a I bit mean, fucked. all right. Do you know what? I will. I will give Fast and Furious one little bit, and that is it was mid-production when he died. Yeah. Right. <sighs> fucking Carrie Fisher died way before production of Rise of Skywalker. There was no need to make her so fucking integral to that story. And having a dead fucking body on screen for so long was ghoulish. Well, the thing is, they were, it's as Actually if they were trying to pay a homage, grim. wasn't it? Like, it was it's if horrible. They were going, it was just Here, oh, horrible. Look, she's died. But then when, when they had, when they, because she died before it Last Jedi film. came out. Yeah. And when they did the fake out death of her in that, it was like, I reckon you should just edited the film before yeah. it came out and just had her like die and drift off in a way, space, yeah. maybe. Because it was sad to I see feel her like... die, but not, and then... Yeah. See, right, if they had started that film with her already, with, like basically you just had her die between episodes eight and nine. If other films do that, it pisses me off, especially if it's a main character. But because it was her, and because we know that she had died, yeah. I would rather them have started the film with like her funeral or something yeah. like that. And um, then if they absolutely had to have some CGI in it, it could have been like a, a moment where she's talking to Ray as a false ghost or something. You know what I mean? As like a I thing. Think, but like, you know I even really then. Um, I really like something Charlotte came up with where if you have a die between movies, which I agree with you, Joe, generally I fucking hate it, but I would have made the exception yeah. for this. Yeah, uh, have a die between been. movies, tell, tell us that she's died in the opening crawl, and then if you want to have any impact on the story at all, you can actually include this in the redemption arc Kylo Ren was supposed to have. <laughs> um, and you, yeah. can, you can have him be like, right, I killed my dad. My other father figure exhausted all of his energy and died trying to distract me. And my mum, maybe she just died in actual causes. Do you know what I mean? She just she just gave out one day. Especially as he was yeah. hesitant. How does that make me Jedi. feel? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like I, I had my chance, I didn't take it, but I'm still never gonna see her again because I lost her. And that could have been powerful and that could have been deep and that could have been a lot less fucking grim than seeing a sheet yeah. of a fake Carrie Fisher's body for like ten minutes. Yeah. Not really. A lot better than just Harrison Ford standing on like some pier, getting rained yeah. on, going, "Hey, I'm not a force ghost because I don't have the force. I'm just a memory, and I'm going to convince you to not be a bad person. But really, it's just yourself because I'm just a memory." Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck it. oh dear. Mm. Oh dear. Oh, oh dear. Right, who wants to keep us going on Empire? I'll Let's keep, keep going. it going. I don't mind. I've got a list in front of me, so I might as well carry on. Amelia. Yeah. Um. Up. So yeah. So we've. <laughs> 
the last thing we talked about in our timeline was actually the 8080 fight. So let's go from there. Oh, fucking hell. Um, it was always going to be like this, wasn't it? It's Star Wars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Han, Leia, Chewie, and 3PO go off, do their own thing. Luke goes off in that direction with R2D2. Um, then you've got. Where else have I written? They hide in Astro Field. They get snuggy, snuggy. Boba Fett is introduced. What the kiss? When he kisses, yeah, he's a bit, he's a bit pushy. You know what I mean? I always felt a bit uncomfortable yeah, in that scene because he does the same thing to Kira in um, I think they give him Solo as well. He's a bit, he's a bit too. You know what I mean? He's kind of like, and the fact that she walks away straight after it as well when she. When she sees an opportunity to leave and she takes it, it just makes me feel a bit weird. <laughs> I She's totally like, know what you mean. It's like, yeah. oh, I mean, it's it's now that we know they're actually kind of like in love or whatever. But I don't know. There's still something a bit weird I, about I it. Did, I think I did feel like there was some before the kiss, some sexual tension. Like you can sort well, of, yeah, this is you the can thing, sort of yeah. see Leia like leaning in a little bit and like her 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 lips. Well, there's something like I don't. Bit. But but it does sort of feel like. Yeah, because I, you, it's unclear whether or not three PO just made it awkward. It was clearly just an awkward thing for Han. You know, he's like, yeah. "Fucking, I was about to get my dick wet, boy, get out of here." <laughs> but you know, but oh, Leia no. might have been. I mean, how old? How we've been through this aging thing before, Jar. How old is Leia supposed to be in uh, Empire? Oh, um... Now, I don't want her Alderaan time or a Tatooine time. No, I no, assume, no, no, no. Normal... I assume that there is in a normal base... universal time. Yeah, so is she? there's like a central time yeah. for like, the entire universe. And in that time, she's... In in, origi- in the original, she's 19. Yeah. But like, because Alderaan has the same time as the normal time. Right. So she's 19 in real life. In, I say real life. I think she was 19 in real life, actually, as well. But, um, yeah, she was young. Yeah, the character's 19. I think, I can't remember. I know that these films take place over, I think it's six years. No, hold on. We worked this out, didn't we? We worked out the Empire's in real for six years. Uh, like 25 years or something. Or something like that. So that would mean that these films take place over like six years or something. That doesn't make that So we'll say, what, she's right. 21, 22? Something around there, yeah. And, and Han Solo's what, like 39? I could see her being like a bit embarrassed about that afterwards and just yeah. being like, oh, I'm not sure that I made the right call there, letting him kiss me like that. I'm going to... So... I'm going to do Skibidoo! <laughs> Apparently, it's about... Wait, hold on. Hold on, give me a sec. It must have been worked out because she gets born at the end of Revenge of the Sith. And you know how it's many definitely years 19 before years. Yavin that is. And then you know how when yeah. Solo is set before Yavin. And there's a vague guess as to yeah. how, old, how old he is there. It's definitely 19 years between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. I know that. And then there's three years between A New Hope and Revenge of the Sith. And then, yeah, so the way it works is... So it's not 25 years. It's throughout the entire thing. It's about four... Or maybe it's four or five years. Basically, the way it is, it's... Um, 19 years from episodes 3 to 4, then 3 years from 4 to 5, and then it's literally like half a year, a couple months, between 5 and 6. So yeah, she's probably about 23. 22, 23. And he, he does look like he's in his like mid to late Yeah, he's 30s. definitely in his... Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely, 100%. However many years before uh, I think, Solo was, wasn't I, it? I think Solo was either 9 or 10 years before... 
um, A New Hope. It's about, I know that it's around the middle. I think it's nine. Or is it? No, it might be ten, actually. So probably, I know it's in the middle. We'll say he's early 30s. Oh, yeah. Mid-30s by the time the Empire rolls around. My guys about yeah, to I could see her wanting to dip. Yeah. Because uh, like, I understand what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. What What do we all like about... What, what do we all think of the uh, trapped in the worm bits of... 35 and Empire Strikes Back. What's it called, the big worm? Meg. I don't know. No, not what's its <laughs> name. Like, what... <laughs> species. Meg. Dan. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> big John. Um, <laughs> It's nothing really generic, isn't it? It's just like an asteroid worm. Asteroid Something probably. like that, yeah. Yeah. I like the Minox that... in it and how they get yeah. blown up a lot. Especially just like passing comments here and there. It's like, that's, that's what that is. Because I feel like that's the sort of scene that if... if oh, wait, no, in... hold on. It does, ha- it does have an actual name. Right. Right, go on. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Let me just make sure. It's called Exogolf. Ex- Exogol? What? Exo, oh. no, Exogolf. Exo... <laughs> Exo, goth, goth. Exo. So when it meets so up with all his mates, like, hey, what's up, Exogoth? Haven't seen you in a while. Where, where you been? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. It, yeah, so Exogoth, it's the name of the species. Oh. So it's Exo, E, X, O, and then just G O R T H S, Exogoths. Exogoth. And it's also known as space slugs or giant space glo- slugs. Space slugs. Space. Yeah, so. But yeah, the think, official name from Exo I think these so are the sort go. of scenes that um, are in modern Star Wars that have a lot of like shit thrown and like I don't like the Rathtar scene either. But I feel like if 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 Empire had come out like after like Force Awakens and this scene was in it, people would be like, "Oh, who's the fucking Rathtar bit? Is the piss break bit of the fucking movie?" Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like the thing, yeah. I mean, I don't mind it. I'll, like, well, I remember when I was younger, I used to really like the twist that it was actually a monster or something. It was like the bloody twist in something else. I don't know. There's something else, does it? Is it Pinocchio? No, because you know it's in a whale and Pinocchio, don't you? Can't remember. But um, I, I, I liked it, but I, I mean, it's a bit thing. I'm, I know it now, so. Um, but yeah, no, it's alright. But then at the same time, we've got Luke chilling in Dagobah, so it's all good. He's all... Chilling in swamps. Does anyone actually know the thing about the swamp? The, the close-up of um, R2-D2's like, thing coming out of the water? In the, when he, you know, in the, in the fog? Does anyone yeah. know the thing about that? But, um, how, they, how they had to film that particular bit? Nope. So, the set they were using for Dagobah didn't have the resources to have like an op- like a pool or anything in it. So, they actually ended up filming it in George Lucas's pool at his house. So they just got his pool, put a, like a shit ton of crap in it to make it look all green, and put some fog over it at night, and just shot that, those close-ups nice. of him. Yeah, I think I actually think the bit where he comes out of the water might actually be um, that as well. Do I you think know what? legit, he had a I massive know it's, pool. I know That's it's, why the fog's there, so you can't see. I know it's like pure slapstick, but that bit where R2 flies out of the swamp and screams... <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. Every okay. fucking it's time. It's a scream that he has like, every time, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I imagine R2 being, though? I, I, I don't imagine R2 being like a child or anything. I imagine R2 
being like a 45-year-old guy. Same. Who just makes comments all the time. And then something happens and he's like, he just like shits himself. And just, that's where the screen comes from. I imagine if you, if you translated half the stuff I2 saying, I reckon he's a fucking massive perv. He reminds me, yeah. for some reason, of Danny DeVito's character in It's Always Sunny. <laughs> yeah. That, no, you know what? That's exactly what I'm picturing. That's it. That's it, you know. Always Sunny is just a modern day, like, uh, it's just it's a Star Wars recreated thing, you know. Oh, You've got Dennis' um, yeah. R2 or something. Whenever R2's, like, near Darth Vader, it's just him beeping along going, I'm going to say the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. It's bad. <laughs> I want someone to do that now. Can someone take a bunch of lines of Frank from It's Always Sunny and then just edit them over R2-D2 rather than bleeps and bloops? Because there's, there's bits where 3 pairs like, don't use that language around me. What are you doing? And you can yeah. quite easily just drop any old Frank line in over that. Oh, man. Brilliant. Oh, me, me. Oh, God, that'd be perfect. That's, uh, there you go. I'm officially going to see R2 as, like, Frank from Always Sunny. I'm a cheater. Like, I'm a man cheater. <laughs> I'm a man cheater. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, that bloody um, It is amazing. <laughs> right. But yeah, so we go to Denver, don't we? And uh, meet Yoda. He's being all funny old man. And yeah. He's like, I'll take you to Yoda. Take you know to Yoda. You know what, you know what I didn't realise until we were watching this movie? Um, comparably to uh, scale and stature, Yoda thick boy. Oh, he a thick ass boy. That's what the hand is. Of course he's going to be. <laughs> It's very rounded. It's such a, it's a, Yoda, Yoda got a bubble butt. That's what I'm saying. Well, what else, he was just doing squats on Dagobah. What else was he, he going to do in the next hour? Let's be honest. Yeah, no, yeah. What's he going to do for like 19 years? You know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking Yoda can make him clap. That's oh, what it looks man. like. <laughs> You've been to some dark parts of the internet, Sam, clearly. Bloody hell. See, right, this is the other thing with Yoda, right? I can't imagine him, like, hunting down, like, animals to eat, you know what I mean? Nope. But he must. Because yes. he reckon he just stands there like that. Just, like, wait. Well, yeah, do he stands in his doorway? He's just sat there, like, with his cane. And some bird goes past and he's just, like, <laughs> like grabs it mid-air. And, just, just and like, like I'm picturing... He tries to swallow frogs whole. You know, maybe. I get a legit, Maybe he does, actually, you know. I can't also see he see Yoda using a knife and fork. Those hands, they'd be like... But no, like I can imagine him like grabbing things with his force, but like he's like, oh, I'm not. It's that scene. It's like that scene in your Beauty and the Beast where he struggles with the cutlery. It's <laughs> yeah. Yoda. It'd be like that. It'd all be massive in his hands. It'd be like, you know what I mean? It'd be massive. Yoda has Yoda-sized like... like cutlery. He doesn't use regular like, oh, human-sized cutlery. He has to have like smaller versions. Right, this is the other thing. Does he have to make all of this stuff as well? Like we, I remember right. We, I can't, Sam was yeah, I think it was all of us actually. But at that time we were discussing the, the lengths of lightsabers and how they could change the length. Yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon he just he was making like new stuff? He needed like right, I need a ball, I need knives, I need forks. Do you reckon he got his lightsaber, shortened the length so it's about that big, and was like withering his stuff using his lightsaber? He hasn't got his lightsaber. Lightsaber's, lightsaber's back on Coruscant. Oh. He drops it. Oh my god, he does! Oh, well, you know what? Fucked it, you know what I mean? How's he gonna. Is he doing it with his nails just then? Like, he's got a hand whittle all this stuff. Because I don't imagine there's many shops on Dagobah. I don't think there's a and q no. around the corner for him to go and pick a lot of this stuff up. Maybe. Maybe not. No, maybe not now. Goes and gets from, like, fucking hardware store or something, you know? 
There's a, there's yes. a, uh, a home Dega Bargains just around the corner. Hey. Hey. <laughs> no. No, no, no. You're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. Oof. Anyway. Maybe he just gets like a fast girl to drop him stuff. Like, hey, everyone, give us, give, give, get us a fart girl. Like, hey, go on that like, Because <laughs> apparently they can interact with, I don't know. But. Uh, but Cloud Empire. City. Yeah. Keep us going here. I was going to say, this is a good point for me to say that my headache's really bad and I, I'm not being a prick, but I do want to finish soon because I need to go to bed. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, this has gone on. <laughs> it has gone on. We've been doing this. For an hour and forty something minutes, so we need to. Good luck with the edit, Sam. I've got forty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Should we do so, like just what our favourite thing is, or do you want to try and finish the plot run through? I we'll, don't just, mind. we'll just we'll through. What we're on Dagobah. We're like 40, yes. 50 minutes in. So you know, we just boom, 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 boom. <laughs> We then get Cloud City. Cloud City, good. Good. Everyone Cloud loves Cloud City. City. Good. I do like Cloud City. Cloud City. I'd love that. It's a trap. It's all a trap. And no, that's not this. Oh, no, it is. No, I'm sorry. That's going to get thingy. Carry on. Boom. God, Joe. Can't see. Trap for Luke Skywalker. So we get all of that. Yoda. Um, Yoda. Vader's like, what up, bitches? I'm here. Whoop. It's on a trap. Catches a lightsaber. His hands like, catches a lightsaber. Welcome. I love how Solo's immediate reaction. I know what's that really cool line. Shoot you. I know who you are, but I'm going to take my shot. Yeah. I love, like, all these little quips that he does. Where he's like, we'd be honoured if you join us. I love things like that where he says that. It's like the one in Rogue One where um, he's choking Krennic and he turns around and he's like, don't choke on your aspirations. That's They're good, isn't it? amazing. <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't feel that. He, yeah, he does like, that line. beautiful. I like in this Literally. movie where, um, you know, he keeps demanding more and more things of Lando and it's just that great line where he just goes, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm changing the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. <laughs> it's great. I've never seen the robot chicken version where it's it. like he keep he, like Lando keeps saying like this deal's getting worse all the time. And he keeps coming back and changes. Then I've seen that that robot yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah, beautiful. I've not seen that. That sounds fun. Beautiful. Um, we get Luke seeing the future, and you're just like, bitch, don't be a bitch. Don't go compete your training. What the fuck? What? What's wrong with you, bro? And he's like, no, I gotta go. So he goes. These are my really good impressions. You're welcome. Um, and so yeah, he he goes, doesn't he? Um, and Han Solo's all and everything. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. He gets carbonated. Um, but the other guys, they they escape, and then it's a cool old saber scene. We get Han. Um, I would say Han because Han is the word right above Luke in my little notes. It's not Han versus Vader, although that would be interesting to see. It's Luke versus Vader, and I watched, you know, Honest Trailers? I watched the sure. Honest Trailers for this, and it said something like, he doesn't even know how to uh, defeat slowly flying furniture. And it plays the clip of yeah. him like... <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I, do you know what I really like? I really like, so, the uh, cinematography from the start of that scene, when Luke walks into the carbonite chamber... And Vader's like in the shadows, uh, up on top of the stairs on on the right. It's really, really cool. It's this this whole thing of I don't even know where it or, or, or originates from, but if you obviously there's power dynamics in scene where you elevate someone. That's obvious. But there's the also like a he has the high ground. Hey. Finally, yeah. But there is a cool thing of and I don't know I don't know where this originates from, but there's also about keeping your. Uh, 
keeping your subject on the right. I don't know if that's about showing power or showing villainy. It's one of the two. But they um, they shoot and cut together in such a way that even when you see the reverse shot of Luke, Vader's always in the, like the right highermost part of the frame, even as Luke's coming up to meet him. It's really it's good editing. It's good it's film good filmmaking. Yeah. It's good stuff. <laughs> I do like that bit as well. Well done, guy that directed this film that wasn't George Lucas. Yeah. got his name. Dude who probably is the one responsible for this becoming a massive franchise. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, probably. More than likely. Yeah. Um, We get the infamous, and now let's say it correctly, no, I am your father, get it right. Uh, It really pisses me off when people will say it wrong, and I don't know why. It's not even that big of a deal. No. It is. I am your daddy. <laughs> That's it. You know what I really loved though? I used to have a laugh. When you used to play the Lego games, and instead of himself seeing the Lego games of the back, back in the day, they never Silent. spoke, did they? Yeah. So all he would do is, he'd be fighting, and he got a picture of him <laughs> fucking fat mail. And he's like, eh, oh, oh, yeah, uh. And he's like, no! It's in Baba! <laughs> Oh, my God, was so weird. They were just basically just parody, and it was, it was beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. Basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, then he oh, yeets down the chute, as we said, and Leia's like, whoa, who the fuck's this in my head? My brother needs help. Then they go and save him, and they're like, right, well, looks like, like you say, me and Chewie have got to go off, so Lando whacks on some clothes that's, are they his? Are they? We don't know. We're still discussing. Comment down below. I wonder if does Chewie make? Does, see, does Chewie make a comment about that? Does he just sit down like, and see him wearing them, and he's like, "My my guy's been dead about five minutes, and you're wearing his clothes." Yeah. <laughs> like, even if that was are his clothes, that's like ten years ago that he won this Falcon. You know what I mean? He's not going to remember that those are actually his clothes. He's be like, "I'm sure we threw them out." You know, <laughs> where did you get them from? <laughs> Fucking weirdo. That's what I'm picturing. I mean, obviously that would be Roz and stuff, but like, you know. Perhaps what if? Perhaps right? Would it have been better if Chewie was wearing hands clothes instead? That would have been weirder. Ooh, Chewie wearing clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, with his with hands vest on and stuff. Well, Maybe he doesn't oh, wear God. the t-shirt underneath. He just wears the vest. Well, you know how whenever they come to yeah, that would have been, been terrible. They're always like, "What have we done?" But sort of not done. Try and make it new and interesting and different. Make a new toy of it. We can't yeah, just sort of like three people with a red yeah. arm. Have you guys read yeah. the Colin Trevorrow leaked script or whatever it is? I okay, actually watched a thing on it yesterday. Yeah, I've read the opening crawl. I'm still waiting for the script to come out in full. Yeah, which which uh, I want to I want to kind of say it like on air. If it comes out in full, shall we do a read through? Ooh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah, there's, it. there's a battle towards the end. Where I was reading just just the synopsis, and there's a bit where they put Chewie in an X-wing. Weird. Really? I read that and I was like, "Would he fit in an X-wing?" That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. But probably what is, it's not. His head poking out. <laughs> That's like, just like that. Like that. Like a dome. <laughs> yeah, but imagine I can imagine that's the sort of thing they would have done in like Rise of Skywalker, like Chewbacca, but he wears clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Just having a meeting, like, what can we do? It's like, what if we put the Enterprise in this? And it's like, that's the wrong franchise. What is it, though? <laughs> let's, just, let's just explore <laughs> it. You know, in 
Star Trek, the first Star Trek that comes all after all the old Star Treks that J.J. Abrams did. The 2009 one? The one before yes. Sherlock Holmes was in it. Fucking yes, hell. Star Trek, yeah. yeah. The one with Star Trek, both Chris's in it. Because Chris Hemsworth's yeah. in that right yeah. at the start. There's yeah. a bit where they're fighting Cafe Nero. Love that. And a little <laughs> R2-D2 like shoots across yeah. the screen in space. Yeah. Shared yeah, universe confirmed. Well, they do it in Thingy, don't they? There's a bit in um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull when, the, when um, all the things at the very end when all the stuff's getting sucked into the the the, um, the temple for a split second and R2 gets sucked in as I well. I mean, there's also a TIE fighter in Batman vs. Superman. Like, Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, Isn't the Tumblr it's, on it's the bottom of the Falcon as well? What? what on? The, the Tumblr from Nolan's Batman. Z- I'm sure, like a mini version of it, is like spray painted grey and just stuck Whoa. on the underside of the Falcon. Really? Yeah. Well, see, you're right. It one thing. There. It looks like generic metal work. I'm sure it's see, one thing. If there. you look as well, another example of that is when you watch the original Blade Runner, that iconic scene with the um, the big screen on the edge of the water on the side of the building with the the woman on and it's got the Chinese thing. If you look at one of the buildings when they were building that shot. They were trying to find things to make into buildings. And one of the things... Bear in mind, this came out in 1981, I think it was. 81 or 80. Or 80, I can't remember. Around the same time they were making um, uh, Empire. So if you look in that opening shot, to one of the sides, um, they've actually repainted and reused um, one of the Millennium Falcon models and turned it into a building in uh, Blade Runner. That's well. So, like, you have to look really hard for it, especially since they remastered it. I think they've tried to hide it even more because they didn't intend for it to be like a not a thing. They just literally wanted to use it as a sort of just something so they didn't have to build more buildings. So, I think they've tried to hide it even more, but I don't know. But yeah, that's another example of that. That's pretty sick. But you know, the more you know. But yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, but uh, Empire. So, you know, have we done it? We finished? I think, I think, we, we, I think we did it, didn't we? Yeah, we were just, we were moments the away only, from them like, looking the out the window. Thing, the, last shot. the one thing that I wanted to ask everyone about it sure. is, this is something that I've like debated with a few people. How long do we reckon Luke spends on Dagobah? Good question. I don't think it's very long no, either. Because uh, Luke Skywalker, in my opinion, and I've spoken to you about this, Jacob, Luke Skywalker is not a Jedi. He does not complete his Jedi training. He doesn't read the sacred texts after he's supposedly completed them anyway. And I reckon he only spends... like Because the thing is, is... is, is It's... Bi- we are seeing things happen very quickly. Like, 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 they can't be in the slug for that long, right? Yeah. And they can't be held on... Uh, Cloud City for that one. Like, because they start torturing Han, and there's that great bit, I actually really love that bit, where afterwards, they, they, they put him back in that cell, and Han just goes, they didn't even ask me any questions. Like, they just hurt him for a bit, you know? If if they were doing that for ages, we'd have seen it. We'd have seen, like, yeah. they'd be really worn down, you know, after yeah. all the constant torture. Yeah, like so scars the, and things. So they're thing. not being tortured for that long. They don't hang out with Lando for that long. And they're not in the worm for that long. So, yeah. at absolute most, 
three weeks <laughs> you know so um, a month <laughs> no, this is the thing though you know apparently right so I googled it just then and I don't know how I don't know whether this was before or after Disney bought it but Lucasfilm did actually confirm how long that he was on Dave for and this is from the moment he lands in Empire for the first time to the moment he leaves in Jedi this is that full time period the entire time so this also includes the time he spent outside Dagobah, you know, free in hand, stuff in Cloud City. Okay. So, and the time between the two films. So, the entire time he spends on Dagobah, apparently, according to Lucasfilm, is 18 months. Which would mean that he could potentially be on Dagobah for, like, six months in Empire. For, like, months. And that makes no sense to me. Like, you've just, no. you know, all the points you just made is the points I would make. I would, at the very most, say he's there for two weeks, if that. Like, it never officially says how long it takes to travel between the things. But if they're going through hyperspeed, I imagine at the most it takes about an hour, maybe, to get from one side of the galaxy to another. If that. I was had an argument about my mate. My mate was like, um, oh, no, you're in hyperspeed for about two seconds. I'm like, no, because there's bits in the film where they are literally sat in hyperspace doing other stuff. So you're yeah. you're in you can be in high space for a considerably long time, but not you're not going to be they're not going to be in high space for weeks. You know what I mean? They a do day, it. They do it at the start of them, Last Jedi, don't they? Like like when yeah. Finn wakes up, they're in hyperspace and they're traveling for ages, and then that's why it's such a shock that the First Order find them so quickly. Yeah, because they travel well, the so thing, like, far. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. So, but yeah, apparently. From the moment he lands in Empire to the moment he leaves at the in the middle of Jedi, um, after Yoda's died, it, this, uh, that's there's an eighth month between those two you know events. I, I, can, months, b- I can believe that's, that there's that's eighteen like a months. Year and a half, I can it? believe that there's eighteen months between yeah. Empire and Jedi, but it yeah. is like two weeks in Empire. Well, this is the thing. Apparently, in the same statement where they confirmed that. They but that's the also the same one where they confirmed that there's only six months between Empire and um, Jedi oh, because they say hell. it's said they say um, this is what I mean I've literally just googled how long was Luke on Dagobah and this is the first thing that came up I mean obviously this I don't know when this was this could have been Disney could have changed this but it says at the time um, the official word from Lucasfilm was that. Luke. Oh, so actually, maybe this maybe this has been unconfirmed then because it's saying was that as if they've changed it. But apparently, originally, Lucasfilm said that it was they spent eighteen months on Dagobah with a six month window between Empire Strikes Back and Return of Jedi. So ultimately, it doesn't really it doesn't, matter. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't know, but it's just it's it's one of those things. In it, I've debated with a lot of people with it. Everyone reckon uh, people have been like, oh, he's been he was there for months. You don't just learn how to be a Jedi in a couple of weeks. I'm like. Yeah, it doesn't line up with the timeline though, does it? Uh, do you know what? I, I like it too much to care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, same. It's yeah. one of these, I like, mean, I'm, I'm so sorry, Amelia, because you are so clearly very <laughs> ill right now, but you look like, I think, the entire fandom feels when fucking Lucasfilm goes on trying to explain <laughs> shit like this. This, this is where, like, as a Star Wars fan, <laughs> I'd I stop. I watch the films, I enjoy it, I have a love <laughs> for like the props and everything, but when it starts yeah. getting all kind of like, Oh, but how many months was it? I'm just like, I don't fucking care. Like, yeah. I really don't. <laughs> just because, like, see, I, I don't, I don't, it's not. It's, to me, it's not that intense. But I can, yeah. I can see why people get the so, only, like, 
the only people I reckon stuff like that matters to is the people making the films. Mm. People like us, we don't need to know stuff like that. Yeah. But if you're making the film, you want it to fit in an overall universe, you got to work all that stuff out. Or the people who make those YouTube channels where it's like... Oh, yeah, things like if you if, like, if it's something... Snoke Scar explained. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's you know. things like... It's those people that need to know it. But people, we, I feel like we don't need to know how long the gap is. But we still... I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I still argue about it with people. I don't know why that I do. <laughs> so, you know, these are the facts that I need to know so that I can win our argument. <laughs> right. But yeah, um, so. That was done. one of uh, the most interesting and bizarre episodes of the show I think we've ever done. We'll see how show. this one. We'll see how this one turns out because it's either going to be one very long episode or like two really short episodes. We'll see. Um, Fix it in um, a so we'll, what we'll do is we'll, we'll go around one by one giving any final thoughts we have on The Empire Strikes Back and we'll each give a score out of 10 and then I will use maths to get an overall score out of 100 and we'll see where it ranks on our list of the best to worst movies of all time. Amelia, start us off. Amazing. So, yeah, Empire Strikes Back. For me, like I just said, this is more of a nostalgic movie for me. I enjoy it. My, me and my dad obviously bonded quite heavily over these films and me and my brother did. And so, yeah, when I look at these films, I don't necessarily look at them from a really intense point of view. I just look from it, oh, like, yeah, I enjoy these films. They're fun. Um, so for me, personally, I have quite strong connections to this film, so I'm going to give it a 10. Amazing. 10. <clears throat> uh, Jacob. 10. It's good. 10. <laughs> uh, Joe. I could, I could say more, but I'd be here for hours more. 10. <laughs> it's good. I mean... Yeah, no, I'd put, I'm gonna probably give it a ten as well. You know, it's Star Wars, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like it's it, it <laughs> just like out of the three of them, out of when you look at them as films, out of the three of them, it's the strongest film. I my my the one I prefer the most, my favorite one is still Return of the Jedi. I just love that film. I don't know what it is about. I think it's purely nostalgia. I just love the fight scene at the end of it. But this one, it's really good still. You know what I mean? It's still it's, it's probably the strongest one. So yeah, ten. Ten. Amazing. Uh, I'm going to shoot one little bit lower and give it a nine. Um, but it, I, I, I almost struggle to justify it just because, like, it's not like the movie really commits any sins, you know? It is almost universally recognized as the greatest Star Wars movie of all time for many, many reasons. Filmically, it's incredibly impressive. Great sound design, great shot composition, uh, good editing, costumes, props. Uh, everyone put out all the stocks all the acting is spot on there's lots of nuances there's lots of there's lots of scenes where you can you can dive in and you can ask what did this character mean what was the reading for this that and the other there's a lot of ambiguous stuff without it feeling like you don't know enough um the only downfalls to it i think are you know standalone action scene like 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 not like big action scenes like your, your hoth battles and stuff they're really cool but like your one-on-one fight scenes are still kind of wank because it's early star wars i think i think i think luke and vader is more impressive than luke and obi sorry than, than obi-wan and vader because there's the emotional connection and that's fun to see and uh you know luke does that big jump he does that big flip most impressive um so I don't know why I'm knocking it one point. I think it's just like a gut feeling of Star Wars is Star Wars is great, but 
it's not my favorite thing in the world it's very close it's like it's like yeah. number two but like especially <laughs> recently i've been on such a star wars kick recently oh my god like uh, yeah, same. <laughs> like rise of skywalker was a bag of wank but i have not been this big a star wars fan in years so yeah, whatever f- whatever fucking same. voodoo concoction lucasfilm and disney have done to make simultaneously the worst film in the franchise <laughs> and reignite my fandom at the same time don't know what it is, but they've done it. That's why they're the top, you know what I mean? That's why they're like going to take over the world, you know? <laughs> they'll, be they'll, they'll be gives us, like... This gives us... Um, I'm almost willing to say it, that this movie may never, ever be beaten. There's a very good chance. A very strong 97.5 out of 100. The Empire Strikes Back is the greatest <laughs> movie nice. of all time. You know what I love? <laughs> I love that. At the top of the list is Star Wars, and at the bottom of the list is yeah. Star Wars. You know, yeah, yeah. Okay, did it. <laughs> that's just it. Isn't it? That's, that, that's just society at the moment with Star Wars. Literally. Man. But yeah, right, that brings us to the most important part of the show, and that's finding out what we're going to be watching next week. Ooh. Jacob, take it away. Let us know. So, earlier on in this episode, uh, if you watch it back, you may be able to see the moment I realised I had to pick a film. <laughs> so I have not given this much thought at all. I've been trying desperately to come up with something. I've had several thoughts and I've thought, nah, we've have just you done been, sci-fi. Have you been looking up at like movie posters yeah. or something? Earlier on, yeah. when I was looking up, I was like, shit, what am I going to do? Because I've got one of those scratch-off posters of you watch a movie, you scratch the thing off. Sure. And I've, I've been trying to work it out I was like okay I want to do this one nah too sci-fi do this one it's too much of like a big property but I think more than Star Wars (laughs) no it would be it would be a different big property like a Marvel film was what I was thinking of okay okay fair enough but I think what I might do is go with I mean I was tempted to do something by Taika Waititi tempted to do a war film because 1917 is pretty hot at the minute but what I think I'm going to do instead is I'm hoping you've all seen the Morbius trailer Ye- no not yeah. yet yeah. no wait Morbius trailer no I'm yeah. not watch it Morbius, makes things a little bit confusing Morbius the living vampire from Spider-Man vampire. Yeah, oh like, yeah no oh yeah I don't, I don't like it I'm going to be honest the reason that's caused a lot of interesting, ooh, what's going on, is, ah, uh, I'm going to wait for you to watch for yourself. If you've watched it, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, everyone knows what you're talking about because this is the only thing that people talk about this trailer. I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, already. yeah, Michael Keaton's at the end, but it has Sam Raimi's Spider-Man in it. Well, there's an, there is an, there's an easy explanation for this, Jacob. There well, is an in-universe easy explanation for this, actually. So, I mean, because, it, like you say, it's causing debate because it's Sam Raimi's suit and it's a screenshot from the game. However, it's graffiti artwork. Say so someone right? just drew him wrong or something. So someone's just yeah, Spider-Man's yeah. not pausing for some graffiti artist. It's just, so, oh, it's just an impression. What we're gonna watch go is Spider-Man. Which Sam one? Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. The original cool. Tobey Maguire. Spider-Man, cool. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire. Nice. Awesome. Could've gone two, but two's like people like two. So let's go one. <laughs> I like one. One's got some talking. Oh, is well. that right? Yeah. Do you know what? It's got this I, I hate that my brain's done this because I am actually quite excited to watch Spider-Man again. It's been a long time since I've watched that first movie. But because you brought up Michael Keaton, I really wanted you to say Birdman. I right? probably <laughs> wants to watch Birdman as well. 
But honestly, I forgot that movie existed. Because I've not watched it. <laughs> movie. But so that, that's fine, yeah, though. I was trying to weigh everything oh, up, and based on my really poor panicking and that's all right like, we get willem dafoe we get willem dafoe being guy, yeah. fucking peak willem dafoe i can't wait for that he's the i'm something of a scientist myself good good line good line classic godspeed spider-man right okay <laughs> yeah. um amazing that was um a discussion about kind of. all of star wars <laughs> and empire and whatever <laughs> we'll get my thoughts on it i'm sure you do agree but if you do not or even if you do let us know what you think of empire strikes back and star wars in the comments down below give us a like give us a subscribe and join us next week for spider-man Bye. sam raimi's spider-man Bye. <laughs>